following show is a paid commercial advertisement. The views expressed do not reflect those of this station, its ownership, or management. You're listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> All right, this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. Happy anniversary, Van. Right back at you, buddy. Happy anniversary, Michael. Happy anniversary to you guys. And me. Two years. Can you believe it? Two years. Two Wait, years? two years, right? Two years. Wow, I thought it was one. Two. One, I was going to say it feels like three. Yeah, one COVID year is worth yeah, two in the true. bush. What? What? Good morning, Albuquerque. For two straight years now. I will host the program with my very best friend today. Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. How are you? The subtle jab. The best friend today. Yes. His very two-year anniversary. <laughs> two years. I've been getting berated on here for two years, Vital. Yeah, off the air because you're such close friends on the air. Yeah, it's a lot of abuse. We're friend adjacent. I want to okay. make sure I'm being very clear with that. We are very near friendship, but because of our working relationship, we don't want to cross those boundaries. Fake it till you make it, brother. Because a private entity, Vital, can tell you what to do, because that's how commerce works. You don't have to make a cake for anyone you don't want to make a cake for, and you don't, like, if you want your employees to get vaccines, they have to do it, NFL. Well, it is a business. It is a business. And I'm in the business of having fun every Saturday morning with you boys. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, you guys. And you know what? Two years of love working with you guys. And I mean oh, thank you. You want to say nicer things? I'll turn my mic off for a little bit. <laughs> Too sappy. Have a have a uh, maple syrup donut. Oh, I did. I literally just did. We have go-to breakfast spots on the program, but we shook it up today because we have a special guest in studio. New Mexico United's David Carl. I heard he's a big donut guy. I assume he is because I brought some. Yeah, he better be. We're going to have a donut. We're going to talk about, I don't know if you saw in the paper yesterday. Because did, you, did you bring any candles for the donuts? For, we need to blow out a candle. For our anniversary. Two year anniversary. Oh, what do you even think? Yeah. Vital, go to commercial break. We're going to rummage through some desks. <laughs> We're going to the promotions room. <laughs> yeah. They've redone everything around here, remodeled, so I don't even know where I used to find them. I don't either. Hey, Jeff, text me real quick. Yeah. Where do you keep the candles? And then we need we need the community lighter. <laughs> I think I got one in my car. I'll run down. The Bic lighter. I got an emergency lighter in my car in case I need to produce fire. You know, it's like no one ever has a lighter, like traditionally, like because people don't smoke anymore. It's not cool. Like you only like, like I don't grow up in a house. Where I have to worry about getting COPD anymore because I'm, my parents smoke around a five-year-old. Like Colorado Police Department? CPOD? I don't know what I'm yeah. going to say here. I don't know. Mesothelioma? 
That is from Asbestos. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. I know that one. I like the commercials. What? I hear them so often, I kind of want to have it. Have what? Mesothelioma. No, why are you saying that? Because I get to say mesothelioma that's all a, the time. That's a oh, crippling that's disease. It's a beautiful dude. word. No. It's like petrichor. What? Like the smell of r- oncoming rain? Yes. <laughs> petrichor. You know, you know what petrichor is, Vital? I have no idea. It's no. my favorite word and my favorite smell. Today's I-9 varsity is the varsity of Van's 50-cent words. <laughs> so that's what we're going with today. It is an anniversary show. But we're just going to focus on Van, as every other show has done thus far in our two-year run of the ABQ Central program. Smart move. Smart move. <laughs> David Carr will be joining us at, is it 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. 10 and 10.15. We got our boy in studio. Because I read in the paper, Vital. Did you hear what I just said? Get your papers here. Your papers? Hey. It's hey a- come on down here. Get your papers, see? Uh, check the headline, y'all. Hey. You read the paper, Vital? <laughs> I used to. Now it's everything's online, and I can't believe I said that because if you're over 50, you still like a, a physical copy in your hand. Mm. First edition here. Get it on print. Bottle of beer. Yep. That's what they said. Well, yeah. If that was the deal, I'd get a paper. Paper and a beer? Seven in the morning? Paper used to be so prominent, you get meat wrapped in it. I'm not against that. Hey, hey, hey you let me out. get you a trout, guy. Sports section? We went to Two Fools for a meeting this week. You and I? Yeah. That's true. And a bottle of wine. And they Ooh, still save tonight. They still serve newspaper. They put their fish and chips on the newspaper. Isn't that something, Vital? That's why you even brought this up now. We went to Two Fools. Gosh, in- I haven't been there in a long time. Good burgers. I had... Um, it's one less fool than in the studio right now. I owe... I had the Guinness stew. It hits, don't it? It does hit. What's a Guinness stew? It's this is not a, a paid advertisement, no, by the way. No, no. Irish stew, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what it is. Mashed potatoes. It's stew. It's stew. Potatoes. And they put Guinness in it. Yeah. Ooh. It's in the name, Fred. So we're going to talk to David Carl because, I was, as I aforementioned paper I was reading. <coughs> hey, the, ten, 10 o'clock hour, we're giving away a four-pack of tickets. What? So, uh, Do the United game? Hang on. Grab, keep your phones handy. We're going to give some tickets away later. It's going to be hard to go to the United game when everyone's going to the Gladiators game tonight. There's a lot of games right now. It's a, hey, if you're in Albuquerque. Do both. And you love sports. Go. go. <laughs> do both because you're going to see us at both. We're going to both tonight. We're going to both. First half of the Gladiators, second half of the United. Love that. A lot of high fives. Duh. A lot of cheering. Maybe a hug or two. The big story was they did a... Uh, they did a study, they being the city, the city of Albuquerque, did a feasibility study. Are you familiar with these? I know both of those words. Okay. I put them on the list of Vance 50 cents words, today's I-9 varsity. Feasibility. Feasibility. Mm -hmm. They did a feasibility study, the city of Albuquerque. They said there's like four places we could put a stadium that'll hold 15,000 people like at or near downtown. Mm -hmm. The Borales district i don't know if that's right sawmill so we're gonna ask david carl to talk about that at length you almost said that word right that's very close what word that's the neighborhood i live in sawmill barellas that's what i said barellas so why did you say it like a villain in an (laughs) old-timey cartoon (laughs) barellas i don't know how rocky and bullwinker are gonna escape your grasp this week 
So we're going to talk about, obviously, that. We're going to talk about the game. Uh, the United got to make some moves if they're going to make some a big push in the postseason. Also, I do know there's tickets available tonight. So if you don't win the four that we're giving away, do, do make an effort at that. Uh, we're going to talk Gladiators football today. We had a lot of fun with the Gladiators football team this week. Uh, they had a lot of cool stories. A lot My of goodness. cool stories, yeah. A lot going on there. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Uh, it's Faith and Family Night tonight out at the Rio Rancho event center they're going to do a whiteout as well you've been to one of these a whiteout yeah i mean before computers existed i used a lot of whiteout when driving in the northeast part of the country during a snowstorm you can be in a whiteout it's because i make so many mistakes vital that's why that's why out historically uh, it started with hockey games in canada that were white I told you i didn't say that but i was Inferring. So we're doing a whiteout tonight. That'll be a lot of fun. The uh, hated Spokane whatevers are in town. I should know their name, but I don't know off the top of my head. The Sasquatches. A couple pro teams that have really nice team colors. I agree. I don't know their colors. Here, I'm going to consult the Googles. It, I, that's a thing I really like about the IFL, like the arena football league, indoor football league, is... Little orange and blue action. Everything looks strong. <clears throat> so, anyways, that's going on tonight. So, the whiteout and faith and family night. They got cool four packs. So, it's like $44 for a four pack. You get four ticks and you get like hot dogs and a drink or something. I, I mean, it's something like that. What a deal. Yeah. It's what a, deal. a steal. So, then you go to that and then you pack them all into the car and you drive at a reasonable speed. Down there to the lab. I really wish you wouldn't tell people how to drive, Fred. I'm a premier driver. You're very good. I often go the distance. I've never seen you break a rule of the road. When you say it like that, it makes it sound lame. Or just, can I just say law? you never broken a law? I very, I very rarely, if it ever, break a law. I don't think I've seen you break a law drive like an old man he does yeah like embarrassingly old like not just a regular old man that like like has a strong confidence level and can navigate streets and highways i'm like a very cautious one yes with apprehension the listener always already knows that for yes yeah i often shake my fist yes you do like while i go why the first time you watch Gran Torino, you're like, this is my jam. We're going to play golf yesterday, Vital. It's like 6.30 in the morning, me and Van. We're going to play in a golf scramble. It's uh, Aaron Chisholm and Syndicate Media. They're doing a fundraiser for Foundation of Hope for Children and Ladder 244. Is that right? That's so sweet. So we're going to do a little a little golf scramble out at twin warriors have you been vital it's nice it's like a it's like if if albuquerque would put postcards in real yeah, life Yeah, i've been there so nice so my, it's my favorite course in town it's beautiful on our way out there there's a motorcycle boy and he's a little too loud his motorcycles it's 6 30 in the morning people are trying to sleep right mm -hmm. now and, mm -hmm. and van says don't worry about that there's electric motorcycles coming in a couple of years they'll be whisper quiet and I'm like, my immediate thought, because I'm old man slow. I say this in the car, Vital. I say, I already can't see motorcycles. Now I can't hear them. Yep. Like, this is the most dangerous decision motorcycles have ever made. 
So then I looked it up because I was like, no. There's no way. I was like, man's a liar. But also. But also. It's, it's like, 100%. Yeah, it's a 1,000% true. And they all look like the Tron motorcycles. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, like, what are we doing, guys? Tron's not cool. Is Tron cool? Uh, I'm going to say to me, no. But to millions of people, yes. Went to a Gladiators press conference earlier this week. Caught up with Jared Elmore, star standout wide receiver. For the Gladiators, uh, we did a little couple-minute sit-down with him at the at the conference. We're going to play that audio in a little while. Uh, he's going to tell you why it's important to come out tonight and support the football team. There's some talented dudes on that team. Personalities, too. Quarterback Nate Davis is leading the league in touchdowns by 21 touchdowns. What? That's kind of insane. How many games have there been? And we golfed with him yesterday, too. Yeah. He can he can pop off like 400-yard drives. I was quite impressed. It's like he's a professional athlete. Yeah. He needs to work on his approach, though. To life? Luckily, it was a scramble. I guess I don't really get it. Nate Davis needs to work on his short game, is what I'm saying. I have reason to believe he's listening. We're going to talk Major League Baseball, obviously. There's been a rebranding in Cleveland. I don't think we have to tell you about it because of the way the internet works, but we'll give you our reaction to it. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. Let's talk about it. Conference realignment is set to ruin this dumb playoff thing that college football has created, so get ready for that. A lot of water polo talk today. The Olympics. 505-246-0610. Give us your hot water polo takes, please. Now, are they still using horses in water polo, or is it... Is that different? <laughs> no, too Sports many drowned. This is regular polo. polo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Water polo, you're in the water. They, they learn pretty fast with the horses. And that's a tough sport, man. People be kicking you in the you-know-where. and In the where? In the knees? Between the legs. Oh, my gosh. In the horse. A lot of grabbing and dragging down to try to drown you to get the ball. They try to murder? There's murder involved in this game? Cause it's, I'd say assault and battery. It's gone to a whole other level for me now. I'm way more into it than I was 30 seconds ago now that I hear this info. Yeah. Cause Cause, me, you know why? Haven't seen it in four years. <laughs> Neither of the lifeguards that are watching the pool, so get ready for that. What happened to Steve? Is Steve a competitor in yeah. this scenario? Okay. Mikhail from Russia drowned him. During the break, Van's going to look up what a two-year anniversary gift is supposed to be. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. We're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Permanent Boots. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. The U.S. Olympic water polo team, which I recently just learned, does not feature horses. Horses swim? Qu question mark. Not for long. They, I think they do. Yeah, they can swim. They do, right? Yeah, they can, but they, you're right. Van's right. Not for long. Not for long. Like, they can traverse a creek. They can get past a medium-sized river. Yeah. I think it's horsey paddling. I believe it's yeah. called forging. Is that correct? Forging? Yeah, you forge a river. Like hiding nuts? Forging is like collecting food. No. Am I Am I being dumb? Yeah. Again. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Okay. 
All right, so forge is one of those words that um like means a bunch of stuff, okay? Okay. What I meant to say is Ford, F O R D. Oh, yeah, Ford. You can Ford a raging river. Sure. Or you can forge on. Both correct. Forge ahead, but you cannot forge a river. Well, sure you can. Yeah, you can. You do not forge a river. You ford a river. Correct. You can forge a river. Like if your name is River Phoenix and I and I sign a check for you. Rest in peace. Then I forged mm-hmm. your signature. And it was actually Joaquin the whole time. The much less untalented brother, the younger one who ruined the Batman franchise when he portrayed Joker. I thought that movie was average. I thought it was not. Like, not at all, even. All right, so the United States plays Japan in water polo yesterday, the ladies. Uh-huh. Okay. What do you think, like, a regular water polo score should be? Eight, six. Yeah. Okay. Six to five. Yeah, they both score some. Yeah. There's a victor. Well, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Thank you. He forged. Forged Japan. Unfortunately, forged Japan. Mm -hmm. That was a little too much on that one. That's okay. The U.S. team showed up. Dropped 25 on them. That was mean. That's a route. Is it because their sisters at the the women's soccer team lost and they wanted to show them? Lost to Sweden, is that right? 3 nothing, 3-1. Speaking of women. Okay. We took a lot of heat last week for lambasting Black Widow. I tell you what, people talk to us throughout the week about the program and the amount of Dumb fanboyism for the Black Widow movie is unacceptable to me. How can you tell me I'm not allowed to not like it? It's not like it's an Apple product. Ladies, I'll apologize. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was as bad as Fred did, but it's not good. And if you need your girl power movie, don't go watch Black Widow. Sign into your Netflix account. And watch Gunpowder Milkshake. It is far better than Black Widow. And it is female forward. And it is way more fun. And way more fun to watch. Ladies, go get you some Gunpowder Milkshake. It's a very good movie. I've never heard of this movie, but I love Lena he- Headley. Headley? Headley? Headley. She played Sarah Connor in the short-lived Sarah Connor Chronicles on Fox 15 years ago. Two seasons. That's Cersei. Also played Cersei, more famously known for Game of Thrones. Karen Gillian did great. She's very famous. She's the girl from the MC from the Marvel movies. She plays the blue one. <clears throat> that is accurate. And one of my biggest crushes, Carla Gugino. No clue. Carla Gugino. My goodness. My heart, my heart is ablaze. She's holding up very well, too, by the way. My heart is ablaze for U.S. women's water polo, which is the thing I've become so very passionate about in the last one day. Did you watch the opening ceremonies? 
Uh, just the highlights. You know what's same? We're busy people. We're out in these streets, dog. From the texter, ladies go follow Aubrey Huff's social media. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Ladies follow Aubrey Huff. Who's Aubrey Huff? The the de- the designated hitter for the Tampa Bay Rays ten years ago. That Aubrey Huff. I believe that's that has to be it. Yeah. I don't know. Go look, look up their Twitter. That's from the texter. Okay. Uh, also from the texter, horses can indeed swim. In fact, they're actually very competent swimmers. I didn't say they were bad swimmers. Also, I just said they don't have the endurance. They're not endurance swimmers. I'm not trying to like put anyone on blast here, but I'm talking about traditional horses, not seahorses. So if you're going to uh, use what I'm saying, okay. traditional Spanish-speaking horses. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Joining us on the program, friend of the show, and one of our most consistent contributors on the Graphic Connection Hotline, Tommy. Good morning, Tommy. How are you? Good morning, guys. Tommy, the truth, back at you. And I wanted to do a little celebration here, because B is for Vital, correct? Uh, yes. Naturally. Many people have said that. And B is for victory. Congratulations, Vital, on your Bucks winning the championship. And Giannis sticking around instead of leaving to go to a super team or form his own super team. Love and that. I love the fact it, it might be old school now, but he stuck around and he did it with the team that drafted him. And hopefully they'll put more better pieces, you know, even as the future goes and they want to win more. Just keep building around him. And guys, I want to comment on the Black Widow. Thank you. Out of all the out of all these standalone movies, and I've been reading Marvel comics since the seventies and DC, and I get really mad when some of the storylines are not correct. Like, where is the Silver Surfer, the Infinity? Well, we'll, we'll go. That's another story. Um, the Black Widow movie, out of all the standalones, which is Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor, was the worst out of the four. I don't care if it's a male or female playing the part. It doesn't matter. It's, oh, it's just a, someone said, it's just saying that because it's a female. Well, of course, a female is Black Widow. Duh. But it just wasn't a very good movie. It wasn't well written. It, the action scenes were okay, the fighting. But out of the four, I think, number one, I would say Iron Man and Captain America. I can't pick between those two. That's tough. Same. I'd say Iron Man 1, Captain America 2, I would say 4, 3, and then Black Widow is a way low 4. It just wasn't a good movie. Black Widow. And I also think, I don't think people honestly care about the Black Widow character that much. Like, if they eliminated her from the Avengers, I wouldn't care, or Hawkeye. I think it's also, do they, people really care about those two characters that much compared to the big three, I call them. has nothing to do with male or female. It's just you care about the character. And I don't think people really care about Black Widow that much. Miss Marvel, better movie. I'm a big, um, I'm a big Jeremy Renner guy. Big Jeremy. Yeah, I, I just don't think his character. Now, he's a good actor, great actor, okay, but the character Hawkeye, I don't think people care about him that much. I think he got eliminated and they brought on another Avenger. There's other Avengers out there they they would care more about. I, I, I agree with you guys. I think it was a okay movie, but it, it could have been done much better. And I expect more from Marvel writers. Usually their movies are better than DC overall, except their DC animated movies are amazing. Um, but it just wasn't as good to me as those big three. So, Well, Tommy, sit down and grab some popcorn and grab all the ladies in your universe and watch Gunpowder Milkshake <laughs> on Netflix. That's a way better movie. That sounds, like, that sounds like my kind of movie. And I have one last question, Vital. Did you drink after the championship? And I want to know what you drink and how much, and I'll get off the phone. Oh, I sure did. I drank Spotted Cow. 
Originally, a, 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 a uh, Wisconsin beer that won numerous national awards, by the way. New York Times had it Best Light Pilsner in 2019. So that's from Wisconsin, and my brother ordered some, and we sat together and, and celebrated and drank Spotted Cow. I'm looking it up. I'm going to see if I can get it at the Total Wine. I'm going to get some for you. I think they have it there. If it's going to be somewhere, it's going to be at Total Wine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, we have a lot of sponsors and friends of the show. That, to me, is a glaring oversight on our part because we, well, we drink. Like, I don't know how, I don't know if that's radio appropriate to even say, but like, like we enjoy a beverage. Correct. Total Wine should be a partner of what we're doing. Tommy made some excellent points, except my main takeaway was he hates Hawkeye because he hates left-handed people. Uh, so that's uh, my take. It's not the film itself. It's Tommy is very anti-left-handed. Well, I think uh, Hawkeye goes as popular archery goes. So doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Big archery has taken a hit over the last 20 years. You remember when Queen's Gambit showed up for five minutes and people thought chess was cool again? Okay, I love chess first. It's, uh, no, you don't. Because we have been doing the program for two years, anniversary style today. By the way, two-year anniversary gift, Cotton. Is it cotton? It's cotton. I've bought you a shirt before. I'm really thinking this one through. <laughs> I don't know if you have. I brought you a hat. Yep, that's a fact. It's my hat, and I'm not giving it to him, but I did bring it. You did bring it. Yeah. Just like the U.S. women's water polo team brought it yesterday against Woo! Japan. 25-4. 25-4. That's embarrassing. For Japan. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to skip out on all the World War II jokes right now. Oh, I was about to, but you're <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo. Vital, we're going to Hawaii. This Is is this our first announcement of this on the air? I think so. Okay, Vital, we're going to Hawaii. So we're going to go to Hawaii. And they have Pearl Harbor there. And I said to Van, hey, I want to go see Pearl Harbor. Like, we're going to the island that has Pearl Harbor. I'm like, this is really exciting to me. And Van's like, I've been over World War II for a while. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> kind of over it. <laughs> like, it's like American history, bro. He's like, yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I, he's like, you just catch me on the beach. Yeah. I looked it up on Google Earth once. We're cool. Vitaly said to him, I'll cover you. Like, I'll I'll handle the ticket or whatever. And Van's like, I know it's free, and I'm still not going. <laughs> it's on the island of Oahu, I think. I believe that's correct. Honolulu the, is on Oahu. So yeah. we're going to go to Oahu to go to Pearl Harbor. And then I, I suggested we get like a like a like charter a boat or a plane to another island. And Van was like, "I'll just swim." Yeah. Like, I don't think they're as close as you think. I'm they gonna are. get on a horse and I'm just gonna <laughs> swim to the next island. Forage over to yes, like a <laughs> <And> forage <laughs> from the texter. By the way, text the program five zero five two four six zero six ten. Call your boys on the graphic connection hotline five zero five two four six zero six ten. Screenshot from Aubrey Huff, quote, women are for after the game, not during the game. Oh, my. As he lambasts Major League Baseball's first all-woman broadcast crew earlier this week. Ooh. When does his segment on Breitbart come out? Also, his profile picture is what I'm going to call what a 14-year-old boy would do. While trying to impersonate, like, uh, what's the lead singer of Maroon 5? Adam Lambert? Yeah. Trying to impersonate an Adam Lambert, like, hey, photo shoot with... Is that really him? That's really him. 
We'll put this up on the social media. Okay. Thank you to Sebastian Noel for bringing this to light. Sebastian Noel, scratch golfer, he'll tell you. He's full of other lies, and you can catch those tonight. He's not even a scratch golfer in a scramble. No. On the Gladiators broadcast. Not on ProView tonight. They're going with the national broadcast night. They're the featured game of the week for the IFL. Oh, they gave him a day off? No, no. He's still working, but ProView got to Oh. They're doing the Connie Mack World Series. That's a hard-working dude. He calls a lot of games. He deserves a day off. I'd like to hear him over women's water polo, as I think he'd be able to bring an insight that I would not necessarily be. I'd go, where's Katie Ledecky? And he'd be like, that's a that's the wrong sport, he would say right away. Yeah, she's a swimmer. She's not a swimmer. She's a five-time gold? Yes. Player. Yeah, she's, she's incredible. She's like a machine. So, Taekwondo today, soccer today. How about the three-on-three basketball? That's new. That is sweet. That's super sweet. Fencing today, gymnastics, softball. I mean, it's all going on. You know what you could not do easily? I know we got to go to break. When we get break, I'm about to lambast someone. Oh, no, the phones are ringing. We're very popular. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm or Trail. You can, excuse me, Chisholm Trail RV. When you're connecting with us, it's on the Graphic Connection Hotline. We're playing again with I-9 Sports, and when we're drinking, we're doing it downtown at Bourbon and Boots. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Van, was there any egg with your breakfast? Because I need to wear it on my face. Uh-oh, what'd you do? I said that the Phoenix Suns would win the NBA championship in four straight games. Oh, you were so wrong. I went against Michael Vital, which I've quickly learned in this business is professional suicide. Absolutely it is. How about Giannis, the new star of the NBA, maybe? Are you t- yeah, how about... How about well, he's already been the MVP. Now, he's been a star, right? Trey Young. I mean, there's some people. I mean, but what he did. Who's Trey Young? For the <laughs> Atlanta Hawks. Must Trey be, Young? Must be new. You talking about Trey Young, the guy who eats peanut butter with his bare hands? That yeah. Trey Young? Is that is that what he does? Yeah. Yeah, he's super weird. Have you looked at him? Of course he does. He's, he's different. Different kind of cat. After the Hawks play, they just turn him upside down and scrub the floors. After Giannis plays, yeah. he sneaks away in his car with the NBA championship and goes to Chick-fil-A to get 50 nugs to match his 50 points. Okay, well, thanks for stealing my story. <laughs> Here's one. 70,000 bottles of champagne were used in celebrating for the uh, city of Milwaukee. 70,000? Yeah. Champagne? Yeah. Sh- you talking about Miller High Life? We're bought. The not, champagne of beers? Not the champagne of beers, just champagne. Actual champagne? Yeah, that was bought, yeah. Like real champagne from France or like sparkling wine? So it's only a certain region in France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Champagne. You can only call it champagne yeah. if it's from the champagne region in France. Otherwise, it's a sparkling white wine. Otherwise, it's Miller High Life. <laughs> All of that knowledge, Vitalis from Wayne's World. So <laughs> 50 Nuggets for 50 points, first title in 50 years. I love all of that. I'm in on all of that. Here's what I cannot get behind. He missed that last free throw on purpose. Had to. You know he did. Didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be an even 50. The 50 tri- points, 50 years, 50 nuggets. Jerry, he did like a TikTok live stream thing of him ordering this thing. That's so cool. Quote, let me have a large drink, no ice, half Sprite, half lemonade. Okay. 
give the championship back. You're not into that? <laughs> you don't like that? That is, come on now. Come on now. You hate Arnold Palmer too? Punch in. Yes. He's trying to get a new drink named after him. The Giannis? Yeah. Giannis. Giannis. I love corporate sponsorship. I love next season when on that little shoulder patch it says Chick-fil-A on the Bucks jerseys. 100%. I love that. Yeah. But now they're going to have to fight with Sprite over it. And no ice, you savage. Do you not even know how fountain sodas work? The For it to react correctly, you have to have ice in the drink. It's just a, a syrupy mess of grossness. Is that yeah. accurate? Yes. Yeah, actually it is. He's right. Really? Yeah. Yes. Huh. I never know that. I don't drink a lot of soda anymore. Not like what? a Slurpee. It, if it doesn't have whiskey in it, I don't do a lot of soda. It's not a Slurpee. No, but it's... All right, so you've seen a fountain soda, right? Like, you guys are familiar with how this works. Yeah. There's the, like, the syrup box, and then there's, like, the, like, the whatever... CO2 line. Yeah. Yeah. None of those are refrigerated. They just sit in a right. back room. Right. Like, where the kids sneak away to smoke pot. Are you... <laughs> That's so accurate. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, you know how accurate yeah. that is. So in the pot room, he's like, hey, I'm going to go change the soda out. We know what you're doing. It's rolling a doobie. Either vaping or... Yeah. A vape doobie. Is that a real thing? Yeah, they My do. They, they have them. See? Trust yeah, me. they have them. So if you don't have ice, and a lot of the CO2 runs through the bottom where the ice is made, like in the... Are you listening to this? Are you guys getting this, listener? Yeah. So there's a <laughs> coil... But long story short, if you don't ice your fountain drink, you're not maximizing the flavor. Like it's just like a it's like a like a little deady boy of soda. And then for some reason you throw half of an Arnold Palmer in there? No. Half of an Arnold Palmer? How else do you describe you're lemonade? Refer, you're referring to lemonade <laughs> as half of an Arnold Palmer? Forged. See, I'm a I like room temp drinks. I get I get water, no ice. What? But it doesn't come from a soda can. I mean, a, a soda gun. I can't get behind what you're saying right now. Would you drink a warm one? <laughs> All right, forget Fred. Hey, after the show, Vital, me and you, let's go get some Giannis's. We're going to go to Chick-fil-A, get, yeah. some, get some Giannis's. The new drink on the block. 50 little nuggies and a Giannis. B BTS has their McDonald's like deal. now. BTS? It's a Korean pop band, if you're not familiar. Oh, okay. You should ask your 19-year-old daughter. She would know all about it. It's very trendy. I doubt it. She has good taste in music. Mm, it's the most popular. You know how, like, music can really change the ambiance of, like, a situation? Like, if you're at, like, say you're at, like, a bar, and then they play, like, BTS. Yeah. And then you have to leave and go to another bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my favorite that's thing That's an old to joke. Do, I think that's a Carlin joke. My favorite thing to do is... Is put on Rush's Tom Sawyer five times and then leave the bar. I do the same thing with John Cena's entrance music. Hey, Vital, you ever been in a bar and they play Rush's Tom Sawyer five times in a row? Is that the uh, rock? What's that? What's that rock themed uh, restaurant? Hard Rock. Hard Rock. I think I heard rock of and Bruce. Then Rock and Bruce shut down. R.I.P. I would play BTS in Rock and Bruise, even though I don't know a single song by them. I know a bunch. 
I played Baby Shark ten times in a row one time at a bar. <laughs> it bounced you out of there. So you got the the phone app, Vital. You familiar with this? And you could just link up to a jukebox now well, with your phone. You don't got to put in quarters anymore. Oh no! Like we're in the ice are, age. You guys are tech savvy. I'm not. Oh no, I'm not. But I do have five dollars of disposable income. Yeah, <laughs> passable at best. <laughs> Thousands of people came out for this parade. Thousands, tens of thousands. Was seventy thousand people? Seventy thousand people. They kept chanting MVP. I couldn't figure out why they wanted WWE superstar MVP to come there to perform. I hope someone gets that reference because I don't know what that is. I'll let that one die. Okay. What's the Deer District? What is that? That's like a new um, beer garden slash place where people congregate. Um, Look cool. It looks yeah. super cool. It's kind of like what they have in Austin, like a big place where people just meet and you can drink. And Sixth nice. Street, yeah, but it's like a it's like a big amphitheater. How's that outdoor oh, okay. amphitheater type thing where there's beer, food? They just won four in a row. They said, "Forget it." Like, cool. We spotted you too while you were waiting for Superman to heal from kryptonite. That's obvious. I mean, that's so sweet of them to let Chris Paul win two games, though. <laughs> Instead of just sweeping them like they could have done. It just really edged him, like right up there. And they were like, forget it. Like, forget it. We, we're going to take the next four. We're going to figure it out at home. Edging? We're going there? No, they didn't. Left him at two. The thing about the Bucks winning in six. Okay, is this like the last non-super team to win since the the ragtag Pistons? I think that's what, yeah. The 05 is. Pistons? The Spurs? Mm, I'm going to say yeah, the Mavericks. Kawhi's Spurs? The Dallas Mavericks, I think, were the last non-super. Okay, that's a very good point. Yeah. The Mavericks is a non-super team. Kawhi's Spurs are a non-super team. Has everyone else been a super team? Well, they're saying in the movie, there ain't no Kawhi Leonard. Um... NBA is going to work very hard next year to make sure it's Lakers Nets though. Because Chris Paul will be a Laker. They let they let Milwaukee get one, let them slide through the cracks, and then now we're back to super teams again. Major market super teams are nothing for like five years. You know what sucks for the Bucks? The off season for the NBA is like thirty five days. Yeah, like the season just starts again. Yeah, that's right. And then September. Yeah, really. they don't they don't even really get to celebrate for like for zero minutes they get to celebrate. At least they get like a month off, unlike hockey. Hockey never stops. That is weird. It they, just never stops. I don't know when the season ends or begins. I also don't know the answer to that. It's the figure eight of sports. <laughs> training camps for the NHL, because I'm a big hockey fan, start in Gross. September. Oh, they get a training camp? Yeah. So I thought teams months. just lose, and then the day after the finals, they just start later. again. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. I think the Nets are a better team than the Suns. That's my opinion. Well, there's a lot of better teams than the Suns, but they weren't all healthy at the right time. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that too. The Bucks are legit good. They are legit good. The Suns should have lost in the first round. If the Lakers were healthy, they would have lost in the first yeah. round. Yeah. But they weasel their way into the finals. 
They played teams, you know, they remember they played a Clippers team that didn't have a healthy Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi was out. LeBron was half of a LeBron. Anthony Davis was out. Very fortunate. I mean, they're a good team. The Suns. Devin, yeah, the Suns. Yeah, they're a good team. Devin Booker's an all-NBA guy. You know how much I love Chris Paul. Poor guy. DeAndre Ayton, very good. They're going to be very competitive for a long time. But they're like the third or fourth best team in the West, right? <sighs> On paper. Technically, they're the best team in the West because they won the friggin' West. I'll tell you what's like difficult about them is even... Like, when they match up against someone, they never have the best player on the court. A year or two, Devin Booker might change that. Even, like, right now, like, Devin Booker is, like, in this final, so obviously he's not better than Giannis, but he's not better than, like, Chris Middleton. I would ha- I would pick Booker over Middleton. The Olympics it's took, close. The Olympics took both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we come back, more basketball talk. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We're playing again with the I-9 Sports. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're having a drink. We're doing it downtown in Bourbon and Boots. 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports. It is easier to live stream the Rolling Loud concert in Miami than it is to live stream the Olympic event you want to see. Go on. If you did not wake up at 5 a.m. yesterday, that's not correct, 4 a.m. yesterday to watch the opening ceremonies for the Olympics, you were not able, through a legal site, to live stream or replay until the primetime representation of it on NBC Friday night, last night. And then it's only now available on demand at 4 a.m. this morning Exactly 24 hours after it aired. Okay, that makes sense. That's dumb. Yeah, I don't like it. If you want to watch any performance at Rolling Loud, just click on just click on the website. It's right there. Yeah, that's stupid. It's stupid. If you want to watch Wale, Travis Scott, there was a WWE performance there yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not. Very exciting. You know, that's the one thing we're like split right down the middle on. Oh, you like the faces? I like the heels. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. If it was going to be something, it'd be the other way around for that, too. So you say in this, Arnold Palmer, you're more lemonade and I'm more tea? Sure. You're more Sprite and I'm more poor decisions? Who's Keldon Johnson? Who? Exactly. We're talking Olympics during the commercial break, and I was like, hey, let's let's see who the replacements were, because I haven't followed up on it, because we got such a busy week being out in the community, supporting the businesses and the, the charities that we love so much. Just say drinking. Also drinking. It takes community effort. Who's Keldon Johnson? I just learned that that's a basketball player for the United States of America Olympic basketball team. I legit do not know who that is. I have a sports talk radio show, and I don't know one of the players on the Olympic friggin' team. Was he in the G League? He played for the Spurs, apparently. He's like on the Spurs roster. He's 21 years old. 
First rounder out of Kentucky. I Googled Keldon Johnson. Yes. And you could just Google something, right, and the results will pop up? One would say. The first result for Keldon Johnson is who is Keldon Johnson? (laughs) (laughs) I went to basketballreference.com to see who Keldon Johnson was. Uh It said error code 404. I'm like, the picture that they have on basketball reference, I think it's the wrong person. What? Why? Why do you think that? Because I looked at a picture of him, and it's a different picture than on here. Okay, I've just recently found a picture of Keldon Johnson. He looks like if you were to create a basketball player in an NBA basketball game, like a 2K game, this is what you would make him look like. Because he looks like nothing. He played 28 and a half minutes per game this year. That's a lot. No. Oh. It is not, Fred. (laughs) That's barely more than half the game. If you're playing that much, people should know you. <laughs> no, he should be playing 48 minutes to get on the Olympic roster. In 28 minutes, he gets 12 points a game. 12.8 points a game. All right, hardcore basketball junkie, 505-246-0610. You know what? Don't call. Just text. Get us on the graphic connection hotline or just text us. We'll te- who's who's Keldon Johnson? You text us. We'll text you. Who is Keldon Johnson? Is this like some kind of nepotism thing? Does he know a guy? Okay, I got it here. Keldon Johnson, 33rd president of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Former senator from Virginia. <laughs> he's literally from Virginia. Yes. Yeah. All, he's a. You know how I know that? Oil baron. I had to Google it. <laughs> you ever been in a city that's celebrating a world championship? I don't think so. You're missing out. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I was in St. Louis for the 2011 World Championship for the St. Louis Cardinals, you may remember. I went and watched a World Series game in Houston in 2017 when they Not the same. asterically won the World Series. But I wasn't there when they won it. It's, it's a energy that is unmatchable. There is a fellowship. I'm so very happy for Milwaukeean. Milwaukee, I don't know if you know it. It's Algonquin for the good land. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. Sure is. I did know that. Shout out to Alice Cooper. U.S. basketball. So you think the cops in like championship cities, the cops who don't like sports, are like, are these guys rioting or celebrating? They grease. Do I high five them or do I beat them? I'm not sure. They literally grease the light poles so that people can't climb up them. I'm not making that up. That's awesome. And also, that should be in the Olympics. Who can climb up the grease light pole? When we you get, think, you think Keldon Johnson could climb a grease light pole? When we get back, other competitions that Van wants to add to World Strongman competitions. Oh, sweet. Let's do this. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. We're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Bourbon and Boots, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. 
You a Tom Hanks fan, Van? Who's not? Well, queuing on people, right? That's the answer. Yeah, Chet Hanks. Yeah. I don't think he is. Chet. That's what Tom Hanks gets for naming his kid Chet. Sorry to all the Chets out there, but... Are you familiar with Chet Hanks? I had no intention of going here, but are you familiar with Chet Hanks? The rapper. The rapper? Yeah. What, who's the rapper? Chet, right? No, that's the son. Yeah, yeah. Is he a rapper? He's a rapper. I think he's an actor. No, the actor is... Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. Why did we go here? So he's in a feud with Takashi 69 Are you familiar with all this? Sure. Yeah, Colin is the actor. Oh, okay. Chet is the rapper. All right, I had it backwards. Truman is the other one. There's always another one. Truman Hanks is the Tiffany Trump of the Hanks family. Good reference. Thank you. So Tom Hanks, is Tom Hanks from Cleveland? This is a legitimate question to the to the friend of the show, the listener. So Tom Hanks puts out this two minute like hype video for the Cleveland baseball team as they announce their name. Did you see their new name? Of course I did. The Guardians Vital. So Tom Hanks puts out this two minute like burner of a it's a fire, like It's a very nice snippet. Yeah. Very well done. They got a new name. They got some new branding. They're very excited about it. And the internet takes about five minutes to hate it. Oh, of course. The Cleveland Guardians. I was looking up reasons why the internet hates it. I can't find an actual reason. Because I don't hate it. I said there's there's a connection to his history here, right? So that is correct. So to my understanding, there's a bridge in Cleveland. Oh, and and on each side of the bridge, they have the Cleveland Guardians, and then correct. it's and it's a progression through the city from like like a lumber mill tree foraging city to like a big like blue collar industrial mecca that it is. Cool. I like that. I like that heritage. Nobody is going to be happy with anything, especially on the internet. Okay. I don't mind Guardians whatsoever. Works for me. Would not have been my choice. It's just fine. Nothing wrong with it, except for it's very easy to make fun of because of the Space Force connection. You know, soldiers in Space Force are called Guardians. No, you're thinking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe again, and there's some Guardians for the Galaxy. No. With Rocket Raccoon. The Space Force soldiers are literally called Guardians. Are you messing with me? I am not. That's what they're called. And they are literally (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy. And I get it. It's not a sexy name. It's not going to have the coolest logo. A lot of people don't know why Guardians has any has anything to do with Cleveland. Thought it was a security guard. <laughs> the security guardians. Yeah. The the Cleveland Securitas. <laughs> Look, hey, pissed off guy. 
Hey, Look, p- hey, pissed off guy. You want to identify him because I know exactly who he is. Hey, pissed off guy who hates this name. There's baseball teams named after socks. <laughs> Multiple baseball teams <laughs> are named after socks. And you're mad at this? Grow up. There's a baseball team, a very popular one, named after a cute little baby bear. Oh, hi, look at that. It's not even a big, scary, grown-up bear. It's a little baby bear. Hey, why couldn't we have a tough name like the Colts? <laughs> well, and so obviously every, and I'm just going to put it out there, because you and I are that. Like, we're we're in our 30s. We're, Oof. yeah. Desperately clinging yeah. on to my 30s. We're, let's not get political here, but we're a couple male, middle class, white, heterosexual, like cliche, every cis opportunity identifier of the norm. We're, we're none of the cool new fun no, stuff. No. We're none of that. Hey, you know what? You're not either. Like, <laughs> we're all super boring. <laughs> so here's the outrage. Why? Well, here's why. Because they can they should have named them Cleveland Rocks. <laughs> Presidents of the United States of America, if you remember that album. About uh, the Cleveland Clowns. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The Spiders. I thought that was where they were going, because they had that at the turn of the century. Yeah, Spiders won the fan right. vote. They yeah. were the Blues for a while. That's already a hockey team. I'm not mad at it whatsoever. I believe this might not be correct. We have to look it up. I think they were like Tree City. I think they were the Cleveland Tree Cities. And I'm like, that's kind of weird, but I'm into it. Are, like, are you saying three wrong or like actually trees? Trees. Tree City. I think I'm correct. Is Cleveland known for having a lot of trees? Yes. Well, they were at one point. Okay. It, then they put a city there. They had a burning lake. Well, the river caught fire. Yeah. 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 Twice. Guardians of the River. There you go. Yeah. You could have been the River Fires, and I'd have been cool with that, too. Yeah. I'm literally looking up Cleveland Indian like previous names. I think it's a good name. Here's the part that I'm really into, though. Uh, and it's going to sound like a reach. It's going to sound conspiracy, but I want you to follow me. Okay. Do you remember, like, three years ago, right before we started the program, that whoever, I'm going to say Sony, but I don't know if that's correct, put out a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Yes. Okay. So they put out like a trailer for this Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which had like Jim Carrey. We're talking like a huge movie. It's a big deal. Big deal. Sure. As big as naming a professional baseball team. Okay. Cleveland Naps was one of the names. Okay. For Nap LaJoye? Ah, go fish. Don't know what that reference is. So, they put out this this t- like teaser trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog, and then the internet went crazy. They were like, this trailer sucks. Yeah, Sonic They're, looks like an idiot. Yeah, why does Sonic look like if, if like a really poor fan tried to do a co- like, like a costume rendition of Sonic? This is terrible. That's what the Cleveland Guardians are doing. Because the logo itself, the name is fine. The logo itself sucks. For now. That's not the official logo yet. Correct. And that's the point I'm getting to. Yes. Because they're putting it out there. Because what you're going to get is like a bunch of like 
guys like me and you, like Fiverr graphic artists. You're going to get a bunch of guys that are going to like throw stuff together and they're going to grab little elements. Indians, Guardians. I'm into this. Like this all works for me. But this ball with Guardian Angel wings on it or whatever. Yeah. And I like the name. I like the name. Logo so far is poor. Very poor. Yes. Not as bad as the All-Star Game jerseys, but bad. Correct. Yeah. Don't don't give this to Nike. <laughs> but you're about to get like like all this pushback that you're going to get for the next weekend is middle age outrage. By the way, this is not going to hurt your pocketbook at all. Anyone who's upset about this, mm-hmm. chill out. But you're about to get like the most fire logo. Like, do you remember when the Marlins went to the M from the fish? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking that strong. Mm-hmm. Marlins' new kit is very good. It's not new anymore. Now it's just standard. It's almost as good as the Padres. All right, important question. No, no, it won't be. I can already tell. Are they going to have to CGI in Guardians on Major League and Major League 2 and Major League 3 back to the minors? You're asking a very good question. I'm going to say no. Because it's history. It's historical. It was in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody is going to start a GoFundMe to do just that. I guarantee it. It's, I'm triggered by this old name from the 80s. So I think the difference here with the Cleveland Indians versus like, I don't know what another good example would be. I don't want to say Redskins, but I guess that's not. They're gone. Because that one's like really bad. Yeah. But like. Indian is kind of generic. Yeah, Indian. This is an evolution. This is not a dead name. Yeah. Like this is like, like we on and I found the list here. The Lake Shores, the Bluebirds, the Broncos, the Naps, the Indians. Okay. Okay. It's just an evolution. Lake Shores? Lake Shores. Is there a lake there? I thought there was just a river there. I'm just giving you what I have, and it's not very much. Okay. Also, one of the coolest city nicknames in the game is The Land. Ooh. The Land is strong. Strong. Like once, once, once the Indians got rid of Chief Wahoo, which was a very cartoonish, very offensive depiction, I would agree of what white people in the '40s thought Indians looked like. Is red face a term? That's what it felt like. Yes. Once they got rid of that, I was cool with it just being the Indian. Mm-hmm. But that's me. Like you mentioned earlier, middle-aged white cisgendered middle-class white man in America. Y'all don't know what it's like. Who's faced no obstacles whatsoever in his life. Vital, can I? I was okay with it. I have so much entitlement. I have so much privilege. But Redskins, though, that one was like, you know, yeah, you know. That's a bad one. Yeah. You know. I don't get the pushback on that one. Mm. It's pretty bad. I haven't heard a whole lot of condemnation for the Braves yet, or maybe the Chiefs. Are they uh, next in line? So my understanding on the Braves is it's celebrated. Yeah, it's but, celebratory. Yeah, by the Native American community in Georgia, which is a combination of like Seminoles and I want to say Iroquois, and I don't know if that's correct, but I think that's correct. Okay. 
So it's like a mixture of like, we're in. Also, I think there's like a lot of, to my understanding, do not quote me, I'd have to look this up. I think there's a lot of under, like a commitment to like the Native American community. Correct. And there's a lot of, uh, well, if we're just going brass tacks, financial Correct. assistance. I'm in on the Guardians. They're going to get a fire logo. This one hit. No, this can't be this one. If it's if they really go with the the G with the wings, you can't do that. It's so bad. It's so bad. Keep the colors. Hey, I'm about the colors. Heck yeah. That strong C on the hat, it's still very good. Nothing wrong with that. You look at navy blue, red, and white, that's like two-thirds of all flags around the world. Mm-hmm. And they combo, so what's that color wheel thing, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. I think it's called a color wheel, right? You know, I don't know. The team will see she's the name Indians, so here it goes. Color theory. The, color wheel. The yeah, team color wheel. Yeah. The team's new reference, the Guardians of Traffic, is the name of the statues along that bridge. So their 1932 Art Deco sculptures by Henry Herring gracing the city's Hope Memorial Bridge. So it's the Hope Memorial Bridge, which is right outside Progressive Field. And the bridge, like I said, celebrates progress. That's what I see here. So I'm in on the name. I'm out on the logo. It looks like if you were to, like, to Google Stadium font. That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the media guys, like their kid does Photoshop, mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, Junior, throw this together overnight. We got a press conference in the morning. But not like with real heads up. Exactly. Yeah, with like, oh, it slipped my mind, man. Can you get me here? I don't know, Dad. What's the team name? The Spiders? That's what everybody wants. Yeah. No, we're going with Guardians. I don't know, just like a, a G with wings? It's like, yeah, whatever, sport. Just throw it together. Yeah. I know you got a level of poignancy <laughs> from the texter. Men's volleyball is on now. It's amazing. Fan vote, Guardians got third. Behind? Spiders, Rockers, Guardians. There's already a Cleveland Rockers. That's already a team. Cleveland Baseball Club was in fourth. Buckeyes, five. Oh, that's Ohio State, gosh. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The Rockers is the basketball team Municipals. I don't hate the municipals. Guardians is the best option. As far it, as baseball. They got it right. Yeah, it went fine. Yeah, they got it right. And with that baseball team thing, low-key, I'm going to say this out loud, not the, not the one, not the Disney Plus show, low-key. Low-key, I'm a big fan of the Washington football team. I think it's like a classy name. Same. Everyone else in the world just represents their city. Yeah. Why can't we do that here in the States? Washington football team. Just keep the same colors. Big old W on your helmet. Love it. Nothing wrong with Love that whatsoever. That. It's got a clean look. Yeah. Why do you want some weird cartoonish name attached to your city? If I'm going to get a tattoo on my sports team because I'm so fanatic, I don't want a weird tattoo of some like... Socks? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put socks on my body. <laughs> so dumb. It's not even spelled right. Three teams in baseball are named after socks. The Reds? 
The socks and the socks. Yes. That's dumb. The red stockings. The red socks and the white socks. I guess. I guess. Conference realignment when you get back. You know why? Because forget this super cool college playoff system we just created. It's stupid now. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports, and we're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Bourbon and Boots, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're back doing radio. So I got excited, Van. I got excited for college football. And by the way, if you have a passion for a college sport that's greater than college football, like if you're like, oh, I'm a college basketball guy, and I'm a college baseball guy. But here's the thing. You're in the minority. We're not actually speaking to you right now. None of those sports matter. Only college football matters. Fight me in the streets. March Madness is better. Then what? College football playoff. College football period. No. Yeah. March Madness is cool for like three weeks. College football is cool for 10 weeks. Probably more weeks. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about the season. Okay. Like every every game is the most important game in the history of all games in college football. So okay. then they expanded the playoff picture. No, not anymore. You can lose a game. You'll be fine. Lose a game. Van, you can lose a game. You'll be fine. Psych, six conference champions, six at-large bids to get into the college football playoff. And now with Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC for some reason. Because geographically speaking, that makes sense, boys. Texas and Oklahoma, it makes sense to put them in the Southeast Conference, right? I just want to make sure I got that right. It's being reported by everyone. Texas is like right in the middle. Literally. Right in the middle. Literally. Right in the middle. It's not southeast. No. Hey, Oklahoma Southeast. You want you want to put Anchorage in the ACC? And also, and this is about to hurt listeners' ears, the University of Texas is nothing. They they don't have the swag they had. Ricky Williams ain't there no more, y'all. Colt McCoy ain't there, y'all. Roy Williams ain't there, y'all. You want me to keep going? They got they got, they got arguably the best brand in college football. That burnt umber, that Longhorn thing, shoot, it's very good. Oh, they're they're super strong. Thousands and thousands of brainwashed fanatics that think they're greater than they are. Cool. They got Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Am I right? Hey man, go Horns. Hey hey. I put him up. Hook him. Hook him. I hook him, brother. Am I right? Hey. Oklahoma has their brand on point as well. Oklahoma's brand is very strong. Second tier, but very good. I would say it's first tier. Yeah. It's no UT. It's you are right. It's just like a diet Alabama, really, is all it is. Not quite as good as Alabama. I don't think it's a different conversation, though. I think if you're like if you're laying them out like on college brands, I'm in on Oklahoma. It's very sexy. It's everywhere. I have the same feelings for 
college football logos and uniforms as I do MLB. The three or four classics are top tier. Yeah. And then after that, the new guys just wipe the floor with everybody else. I think I don't even necessarily mean like specifically the appearance. I mean like how the brand is over. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of them that are really over. Because I'll give you an example. I think Penn State, the look is crisp and clean and perfect. Yeah. I think Penn State, the program, is gross, is manipulative, and if you're a fan of it or an alumni of it, you're probably not a great person. Yes. I don't know how else to say that. And this is coming from an Astros fan. Yes. Give up. Give up. Just move on. Cut your allegiance. They literally named it Happy Valley to trick you. Ah. So the Big 12 is losing Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC, as it's being reported by everyone. I don't even need to cite anyone. Being replaced by New Mexico and New Mexico State. Right, which I guess is in the Big 12 now. Even trade. <laughs> really, who do you get? Because you got to fill those spots, right? Because you're the Big 12. Boise. Maybe. They don't go anywhere. They stay independent. Boise and University of Houston. Maybe the University of Houston. Cincinnati, I think, would be an option. That's weird. It's a. I mean, that's a right. That's a yeah. correct answer. They're all in the middle, middle south of the country, and then you got Cincinnati over here. But again, it doesn't matter. Does it matter? Conferences don't matter whatsoever. No, unless you're the SEC, who is going to have a champion. Conferences and- were very important. And like horse-drawn yeah. carriages, like at the right after the invention of trains, when when there was, you got to go to the next city and play games with another city, right. conferences used to be very important. Before we go today, now each college has their own set of planes. Yes, not just a plane. Each college have multiple planes that whisk these players all across the country. There was a time, Michael. When like like luxury jets didn't exist, you know what did exist? Luxury like train cars. Sure, that's a real thing. Yeah. They, hey hey Bezos, there's your vanity project. Forget forget your rocket. Why don't you make luxury train cars back into a thing? I'd be into that. Also, I would be lie. into that. Not it, just, lie. it just now has hit me too. Yeah. Luxury speed trains live from the Amtrak studio somewhere between. Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Boulder, Colorado. Fred Slow and Van Nunley coming to you live. We just passed the uh, state border, Colorado, headed back to New Mexico. <laughs> Love that, yeah. You look but the at, Wi-Fi would be very good too. I got five G, dog. Figure this thing out. And you know, by the, we, by the time it's built, there will probably be another G added. Sixty. Yeah. Give me a legitimate cost on a train car right now. Can you, like, look one up on eBay or something? Like, give me, like, a Pullman-style train car. Like, how much a train car costs? Yes. Okay. Because you can buy one. Let's try it out. And then you've seen those YouTube videos where people flip, like, vans and stuff? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? They, like, luxury them out? <laughs> what was that? That was my exhibit laugh. You pimp my train car. Dog, I know you like trains so much that we put a model train set inside your train and it car. Pl- and it plays the alternative rock band Train yeah. all day. With drops of Jupiter in her hair. That's what it is. Yep. And by the way, 
to help christen it with a bottle of champagne, Pat Moynihan from the hit 1999 alter. What was that album? City of Angels album with Nicolas Cage from Trains, Drops of Jupiter, Pat Moynihan, everyone. Okay, this is a pretty big spread. All right, also, we're getting a little lost, so we will come back to football, but I'm on this right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cost of train cars range from $25,000. Doable. To more than 800000 uh, I want bare bones. Yeah. Wow. 800000 I want Yikes. bare bones. I want to be, I'm going to gut, we're going to make a we YouTube channel. First. Yeah. We're going to redo the entire inside. We're going to have. Exhibit is from Albuquerque. This is doable. He's got to come back and see family sometime, right? We'll bring him here. Pimp the ABQ Central train car. Yeah. I'm really into this. And we changed the name of the show from ABQ Central to ABQ Cinder Rail. And then it's us railing around the country in our in our studio slash vanity luxury train car. It's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I don't know how you hook that up to something. Do you just call McNally Train Company and say, hey, put like put me on the caboose, son? Hmm. I don't know. The Rockefellers had to have had that. Of course they did. Rockefeller, Rockefeller. The Rockefellers aren't just going to travel with the plebeians. No. They got their own car. Me and you and Vital flipping the interior of a train car to make it luxury. Like the arguments over YouTube picking wallpaper, that is YouTube gold. We would have so many fans. I'm in on this Is it plan. possible we have more than we do now? And <laughs> I don't know about facilities and stuff on a train car. I don't really know how that works. But really to dive into all that. And save you're from University of Texas at Austin. Just get in your train car and go all the way out to Georgia because you're in the same conference now. Mm-hmm. You should get a you get a discount on Saturday if you're traveling on Amtrak and the SEC. It, Conferences are dumb. They're super dumb. Evolve past it. It doesn't matter whatsoever. You know I'm a Pac-12 guy. I don't know if you know that. I went. You graduated from a Pac-12 school. State, yeah, right? you have an allegiance. And it was a Pac-10 school at the time. They packed two more in, did they? Yeah. They were like, Utah, Colorado, you in. Because you're on the Pacific. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> like, you got to pick two to put in, right? So you got to replace them. I think you take Cincinnati. Maybe a Memphis or a Middle Tennessee. I don't really know. Houston. Houston, I think, is a doable one. Maybe Rice. These are all at the top of my head, and these are like... Are these MAC schools? Uh, Conference USA. Conference USA schools? TCU. Oh, that's a good one. UT isn't even in the southeast part of the state, more or less the country. You don't know where UT is? In Austin. Yeah. It's right in the middle of the state. The, like the, the darn middle of the state. <laughs> it's dumb. How many windows are on a train? Because I'm trying to figure out my tenting budget because I don't want a lot of like direct light. 
I mean, you could buy one, like a like a kidnapper van train car with no windows. I'll save you some money. Kidnap. Vanity train car. And you would want to do it like old timey style, with like 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 really like ornate like like legs on chairs and stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like rich woods. The deepest of mahoganies. Yeah. Vital obviously is everything the, has like the the gargoyle claw. Yeah, on it unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. And Vital's like, where am I going to put my diecast collection of NASCARs? We had to build him a mantle. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Vital's like Cleveland Guardians. Unbeknownst to us, Vital's like, guys, I got a movie replica of the Pee Wee Herman bike, and we got to be able to showcase oh, it. Oh, gosh. I, we, we do, Vital, you're right. I'll mount it on the wall for you. And I, <laughs> I want a Pullman train car, too. I like not a not a bogus one. I like a good one. Pullman's a good one? Yeah. I know the rich history of Pullman train cars because I went to Washington State in the city of Pullman, found it after the Pullman train car founder. By the way, I know we got to go to break. Is it like Bill Pullman's uncle? Same fam? Yeah, I doubt that. Yeah. The home I grew up in was two converted train cars into a home. I haven't really talked to you guys about this because I grew up in a very poor neighborhood, but that is a thing in the Midwest. They used to take old train cars and convert them into homes yeah, to build housing that. during the war effort. Yep. So there you go. There's a weird thing. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I9 Sports. We're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Bourbon and Boots, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're back at it. I just found a train conference, but we're currently talking conference football. I like this song, Vital. Yeah, what is this? This is a, this is new on your playlist. A new one? Yeah, Out of My System by Younger. Yeah, I've been throwing in some new stuff. Hi, baby. Hi, yeah, baby, DJV. Like Oklahoma and Texas are going to go to the SEC. I think Oklahoma is varsity. I think Texas is JV. Ron is with us to tell us why Texas is the bigger impact. Welcome to the show, Ron. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for your time. Uh, being a graduate from the University of Texas, of course, I, I bleed orange, but I understand why I guess you would want to bash the University of Texas. I mean, you're talking about the wealthiest university, except for Harvard in the nation. You're talking about probably one of the top three brands. You're talking about one maybe of the number one, maybe number one department. It might be the uh, number one brand for sure. What's that? It's possibly the number one brand. I have no doubt. I think they're. I I would agree, but I don't want to sound arrogant. Yeah, no. But, but I've sat in the Longhorn Foundation meetings and I've seen these guys that, you know, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of money in boosters, but it goes on at every college. We all know what we're talking about. Right, but right. The reality is, the University of Texas, it, to me, is the flagship of the Big Twelve. Maybe not in football right now. I get it. Oklahoma is absolutely better. But who do you want to see on a Saturday in January in a bowl game, University of New Mexico or University of Texas? That's pretty easy. You know, I mean, it, when you're looking at it from the national perspective, you know, we can bash the horns all we want, but we're not sitting on the best college football in our state here as well. So no, yeah. I just believe monetarily 
it's a good move. The Big 12 was going down anyway because no one can keep up with OU and UT when it comes to branding the, and to the monetary value. I think it's tough for Texas with where their football program is currently at because you put them in, in the SEC – who are they gonna like? Where are they gonna finish? Do are they a team that now finishes behind the Missouri Tigers? Like I'm, I'm being like, would, would it be Come that on. you're gonna tell me you two can't beat Missouri? I that's that's my question because it's like obviously oh, the well. top guys Alabama and Auburn and Georgia and I guess the Gators and LSU and maybe even Texas A and M. Like where where do the Longhorns yeah. get yeah. in? You know what, I, I, I absolutely, I do agree with that, unfortunately. But the University of Texas created this monster on itself because of that win-now mentality. They never gave the coach enough time. Yes. They never really, in my opinion, picked the right coach uh, until they got Sark. I was never a Herman fan or a strong fan. I thought they did Mac wrong, the way, the way they kind of railroaded him. And that's my university I'm speaking about. I spent a lot of money to go there and get a degree. But it, the reality is it's a win-now generation as but, as an alum ron how the long university of texas is a little bit different because they're tea sippers blue bloods whatever you want to call them we look at the whole <laughs> athletic department as a whole it's hard to argue the university of texas when you take into account every to every state as I mean, a, every sport as you're a proud alum ron how long do you feel like it would take for texas to return to the prominence that they're accustomed to if they make the transition to the sec if they would make the commitment to a staff Pick the right staff, which I think they've done. I do still think we're probably five years. I'm going to We've you. got to get a full cycle of recruiting. We've got to give these coaches time to feel comfortable that they're not looking over their shoulder because the Board of Regents are tapping their thumbs. Well, I'll tell you what, Ron. It's a good time to move, and it's a good time for Texas to make a comeback with finally the name and likeness recognition stuff and the kids can start making money off their own name. Good call. It's a perfect time to pivot because you you don't have to, like, blue chips, spend money under the table and pay these kids and pay their families anymore. You could do it out in the open now, and very few colleges are going to have more money than UT. So now is the time to pivot, and now is the time to start making these kids some money and improving your program. And in theory, you stop losing Texas talent to schools that aren't in Texas because Texas produces the most talent. And to me, Texas is like Notre Dame. When they're good, football is better. Sure. If you love them or hate them. But I think it's easier for Texas to get into the college football playoff in the Big 12. More importantly, conferences are stupid and unnecessary. That I agree with Just you. let the best teams play each other. <laughs> Why are we having this conversation when it's so pointless? Ron, we appreciate you. We appreciate your time, friend. Thank you, gentlemen. Hey, Thank thanks, you. Ron. Good call. I love passionate fan. That's what I'm talking about. Did he say tea sippers? Yeah, I love that. I love that. That Put that one on the uh, I-9 varsity of 50 cent words. Yeah. I'm going to start using that all the time. No one's going to know what I'm talking about. Old-timey insults I go to regularly. <laughs> ah, he's a little scallywag, see? Hmm. Yeah. When scallywags are playing, like, rap scallion, and you're like, what's that? What? Yeah. Quit making stuff up. Hop on the trolley there, guy. I don't even know that you're making fun of me. <laughs> you're sh- hey, you're riding that likeness thing. That didn't even cross my mind. Because, you like, if you're the best football player in Texas, right? You want to go to where you get the most TV and you get the most NFL scouts and you get the most, well, now financial opportunity. If you put University of Texas in that conversation, you don't lose your guys 
to other states anymore. You don't lose them to other schools. Correct. And Austin gets down. Yes. Austin is the coolest. Yeah. Hey, you know what Ron's right about? Not 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 having the best talent in football and but like that I get. Like University of New Mexico has been on the struggle bus for some time. But Albuquerque is not as cool as Austin. Depending on what you're into. I'm into weird stuff. Austin's gonna win a lot of those battles. An overwhelming majority of the battles. Yeah. Austin is gonna beat Albuquerque. Austin is gonna beat Tuscaloosa. Yeah. And Austin is definitely gonna beat anywhere in Oklahoma. Anywhere in Alabama. Most parts of, well, anywhere in Georgia. Sure. Anywhere in Florida. Yeah. It beats Albuquerque and everything except for like weather. Mm hmm. Outdoor stuff. Outdoor stuff. If you're in the outdoor stuff. Yeah, Albuquerque kills at that. If you have like a respiratory problem. Yeah. Probably not playing college football. No, you're probably not. You, you come here for the nice mm -hmm. clean air, you know? You got the bronchitis. Yeah. Mesothelioma. Mm hmm. Austin's. They, this is gonna. If if a single person calls about this Vital, you hang up the phone. <laughs> if a single person calls the Graphic Connection hotline five zero five two four six zero six n, after all I'm about to say, you hang up the phone on them. Okay. Austin has better food. Oh my God! It's gonna light up. No, it's not gonna light up because I just said I will. I have the button here. I will just dump it. You don't need a caller because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Green chili. Ooh. Albuquerque has barbecue grills. A red chili, too. Oh, oh, God. Austin. There's way better barbecue across the country than Austin, Texas. That's not a good hill to die on. Norman, Oklahoma. You ever been to Oklahoma? Yes, I have. You ever stayed? No, you haven't. A weekend. On purpose? Or was it like a flat tire situation you had to wait for like a shop to open on Monday? Family reunion. Flat is what it it's is. Literally, literally a weekend family reunion thing at a lake. Besides that, no, I'm not going to Oklahoma on purpose. How many teams is the SEC up to now? 16. That'll make it 16. So the Big tw the Big Ten's not going to stay out of this race. They need two to get to 16, so that you're going to see these super... Power conferences. I'm about to give you the playoff picture next year. I know we got to go to break. I'm sorry. Five conference champions. Don't care who they are. Cool. The SEC conference champion, which will be Alabama. Then here are the rest of your teams. Auburn, Texas A&M, Georgia, I don't know, LSU, Miss, Ole Miss, Mississippi State maybe. Florida. Florida maybe. South Carolina maybe. Yeah. Arkansas, maybe. I don't know. It's like the NL West in baseball this year. Yeah. The whole playoffs is going to be the NL West. I do like the burnt umber, though. That orange looks good. You made a really good comparison with Notre Dame. When Notre Dame is doing well, college football is more interesting. When UT is doing well, college yes. football is more interesting. When when UT has like, like a like a really like dynamic. Like, like I'm going to use the word sexy, but I just mean like in performance and appearance and game. Vince Young. Like when they have something like that, the greatest college football game I ever watched was University of Texas and USC. That's a very good game. Is that 08? Is that right? That's the greatest football game I ever watched. That's probably my favorite besides the Boise State game. The, against Oklahoma. Yeah. SEC, though. Congratulations to China. Ooh. Wins the first gold medal of the Tokyo Olympics in women's shooting. Air shooting, right? Breaking news.
Not no, they were targets. <sighs> it's not air guitar, <laughs> dummy. It's not pantomiming shooting. Pew, pew. Vital like air guns. It's like pellet guns. There's some weird sports out there. Air gun. Is that what it is? Like like uh, the like the hero from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> nice. Gotcha. Nice reference. Well done. I believe we're 13 short minutes away from David Carl. David Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We're having a drink with I-9 Sports Connect with us. Oh, that did that one. Are we? Completely wrong. We're drinking we're with a children? Drink. We're, doing we're not going to have drinks with Little Leaguers. No, but. no. We're going to. We're just going to hang out with I-9 Sports. We're going to play a lot. <laughs> The graphic connection hotline is 505-246-0610. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Animal. Back on the program. From the texter, not a lot of love for the Guardians. We've been doing this thing for two years now, Vital. Two years. Happy second anniversary. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's neat. Goes fast, right? Remember the day we first met and you were like, these guys won't make it two weeks. Remember when you said Did that? Did I say that? No, you didn't say no, that. No, I, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember saying that. People the do. Guardians, what, what was the texter? Oh, just said, don't even think they needed to make a name change. I mean, I get it. It'll stick. It'll it just stick. It takes a while. It'll stick. How much Olympics are you going to watch, Vital? I see. I like basketball. Uh, I also like the uh, track and field events because I think it's just the, the superior power and speed and explosiveness that the American yep. athletes have. Yep. Man, 400. That's America's gold all the time. 400 meters. Those guys can move. It's incredible. United States currently sitting at zero medals. Vital, we're in, we're in last place. Uh, what, second day? Well, I mean. First day? Well, second. It's enough for time me. Time zone is weird. <laughs> it is weird. Is it yesterday or tomorrow? Yes, yeah, it's, it's already tomorrow there. Shooting has been completed, fencing, and weightlifting. Wrestling, I get into wrestling real big. You mean like the Greco-Roman stuff? Yeah, all that That's kind of stuff. That's pretty interesting stuff. Do you feel like you have to relearn the sport? Greco-Roman is above the waist is all that you're using to grapple on the mat. So it's just your arms, I think. There's a certain... Yeah, it's like standing or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm into the three-on-three basketball, like you said. I get into the like the niche ones too. Like I know they're called Olympic sports, but like table tennis. And you like when you catch them, it's almost a little bit. It feels like um, you know that old joke, like watching like that old dodgeball joke, watching ESPN the Ocho or whatever. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, that's what it kind of feels like, right? Yeah, yeah, actually, it does. Do they have badminton? Yeah, they got badminton. Yeah, I like. I've got who didn't like badminton growing up. I don't know if kids play it anymore. Real but. story, my high school gymnas- gymnastics, my high school gymnasium coach, like my PE teacher, yeah. she challenged me to a badminton in front of the entire class. And if I were to have won the badminton, 
then the class would have got like free day. But this 65 year old PE teacher, she whooped me at badminton, embarrassed me in front of all my high school friends. <laughs> you thought you had that one in the bag. Yeah, because I was arrogant and I could make She's a three old. point shot. No problem. She was my mom's PE teacher, too. <laughs> Me and, uh, me and one of my buddies in middle school beat the baseball coach and assistant baseball coach at badminton, and we were supposed to get A's because they didn't, they didn't think they could be beaten. Like Fonzie A's. Well, I mean, the grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, the grade for school. And then instead of giving us A's and letting us sitting out the rest of the, the, rest of the week like they said they were going to, they made us run laps. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They were so embarrassed, they punished us instead of rewarded us. That's how I build trust and commitment and connection. I'm going to watch the, all the gymnastics. I'm going to watch most of the badminton. Miss me with judo. Miss me completely with judo. I mean, I'm like, I watch some cycling stuff. Like road cycling, not the not the interior stuff. Do you don't like it? Why? It's boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's like play fighting. Yeah. Judo? Yeah. It's like you're being the best in the world in mm-hmm. play fighting. So also they have ta- ta- taekwondo, I think, don't they? I, I don't even know what that is. Olympic sport. <laughs> it's, all, it's all just feet. Here's why judo sucks. By the way, like adamant judo fan. You are exactly like rock climber. Like you're not in the majority. You think it's a bigger deal than what it really is. Thanks a lot, Fred. We just lost our three biggest judo fan listeners. <laughs> Ronda Rousey has an Olympic rings tattoo because she was an Olympic judodian. Hmm. She got bronze. You're going to tell me the baddest woman on the planet wasn't even the best at this because it's not a real thing. She's really good at Real fighting. Yes. Not play fighting. Which is what judo is. Yeah. Yeah. When you say judo, I think of that, that Elliot Page movie where she got pregnant with Michael Sarah's kid. The only time it ever works in a fight to karate chop somebody is in a movie because it doesn't work. This isn't a thing. Chuck. You only like paralyze somebody in a movie. When we get back, David Carl will join us. He's got the biggest announcement all the time, and we're going to spoil it. I'm going to be looking over my shoulder all week for people who know judo. Dave and Buster. They're going to track us down and beat us so bad. We'll get the intro when we get back. (laughs) 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. It's the 10 o'clock hour. We know you're out of bed now. This is when we bring in the heat. Friend of the show, friend in real life. Ted Lasso fan. That is true. David Carl joins us. David, you change your job title again? What do you know? Uh, I am a Ted Lasso fan is okay. actually the title. Sweet. <laughs> You're Mr. United is what you are. That's what they call me. No, a director of communications and fan experience. That's fun. I so I often consider myself a fan of the United. Well, good. I'm, I'm here for your experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Such a good. Such a good answer. You'll be bringing uh, Andrew Tenari on the program here. Do we have a time set for that? Uh, Tenny should be calling in any minute. Okay. I'll shoot him a text. Wish I had a cool nickname. Tenny? Yeah. Tenny's a good one. 
technically Fred is your nickname. All right. Is Frederick the full name? name? No, legally it's Manfred. Ah, yeah. and you're, you're Earth Band. Thank you. Yeah, Manfred Mann's Earth Band. I'm very familiar. Mm-hmm. I'm not as good when you have to explain it, but, you know. Soccer uh, in the Olympics, your girls are losers. Uh, no, they're not. They won today. Oh, okay, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> 6-1, baby. They won this morning. It's a lot of goals. Let's go. We made up for that L big time. Yeah, it was uh, it was a tough start, that 3-0 loss. Uh, it was like their first loss in, I think, 44 matches for the U.S. Women's National 44 team. straight. 44 straight matches. Yeah. And they come back and they say, yeah, that was a fluke. Let's get this done. 6-1. Well, I mean, that's a that's a smart move. Like, you you make your opponents think you're weak. Yeah, that's right. You do one, one little fluke loss. Got them right where we want them. And then you stomp them into the ground with six goals. Yeah. Genius. Yep. So weird. You guys are so weird. <laughs> David Carl is joining us, and he's bringing... Uh, first time to the program, Andrew Tanari, who uh, plays for the United. He like, does. Yeah, he's a little soccer player. You're going to see him out there on the pitch tonight. Uh, we're going to give away tickets, but first we're going to tell you why you want to even get these tickets and why it's exciting. Andrew, welcome to the program. How are you guys? Doing well, my friend. Thank you for being here, and thank you for doing such a great job thus far, so far, with the United this year. Uh, talk about the game tonight, Andrew. Talk about what you're expecting to see. Um, appreciate you guys having me on, but, uh, yeah, we're excited. I mean, the El Paso rivalry has been going on for since the start of New Mexico United. So, um, it's not only a big game for us, but it's a home game. So, and we lost last game. So just trying to get back on the right foot and going forward from here. So from New York to Columbia to Albuquerque, there you go. How how yeah. night and day definitely, is the Duke City from the where sure. you were raised? Uh, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, we're talking over each other. How how different is Albuquerque from the way you were raised? And and tell us a little bit about your experience here. Um. Yeah. I mean, to say it's not different would be a lie. But it's it's been really nice to be honest. Uh, I consider myself a city boy now. So coming out here, it's getting out to Jemez and getting on hikes and stuff has been absolutely beautiful. So, I mean, I enjoy it. It's definitely a different pace of life, but uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Hey, Tenny, David Carl here. Question for you. You're one of two Ivy Leaguers on the roster. Who's smarter, yeah. you, you or Touche? Uh, Good, great question. Don't even get me started. Don't even <laughs> get me started with this. Who's smarter? Is it you or Touche? Come on. I mean, you, you get it. I have to say myself. That's Come right. On. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Follow, follow up question do you want to be on our geeks who drink team yes great question <laughs> we, we need a ringer <laughs> whatever you guys need i'm here sweet I feel like ivy league guys uh they don't have eligibility in geeks who drink i feel like they've been they've been kind of banned that's not fair <laughs> if we don't yeah. use the full name of andrew tenari and just say tinny they're yeah. gonna be like no he's a townie that's fine. <laughs> just, that's true. Just slide him in. Hey, talk about a little bit, uh, Andrew, about playing in front of, like, capacity crowds here in New Mexico. Talk a little bit about, like, that energy and how it's compared to some other experiences you've had playing in front of a big turnouts. Um, yeah. I mean, it's different when it's when it's for you and it's it's your community and, uh, and fans. So, yeah. Um, Cincinnati was a, a, a cool little situation a couple of years ago, and they still are. They had, I think, played in playoffs. They had 30-something thousand fans, which was unbelievable. Um, and we actually won that game. So that was just one of those cool moments. But when you play in front of your own fans and they're cheering you, it's it's undescribable, to be honest. Um, and it's amazing. And you can't thank our fans enough. We can't thank the support enough. So 
yeah, it's it's truly unbelievable. Big rivalry match against El Paso tonight. What do we expect to see out on the field? Uh, we definitely have uh, something to prove, not only to our fans and the community, but ourselves right now. Um, we The last four games have not been the way we wanted to go, besides uh last five games, I'm sorry, have not been the way we wanted to go. Um, but, yeah, we we don't care for El Paso. We don't care for... <laughs> um, we don't, yeah, we don't care for the, the rival we have, um, but we're trying to push in the table right now. We're trying to push to the end of the season, and we have a lot to prove to ourselves. Like I said, this, we have so much more to give, to, and this is just another step forward. To the degree that you're comfortable, because obviously thousands and thousands of excited United fans currently listening, how mm-hmm. does the locker room, like San's coaches, like San's the front office. How does the locker room mm-hmm. right the ship when you feel like you're in a position that you've had uh, a stretch of games that haven't gone the way you had hoped? Uh, it's just fine moment to reset, coming together. The the locker rooms the locker rooms doing just fine. It's it's um, really it's we're, our losses are our own mistakes at the end of the day. So just tightening up and finding the details that we need to fine-tune right now so locker room's doing great um but and we're not oblivious to our results so tinny you lead the team in assists how easy is it to find these guys you've got a lot of goal scorers up top there you know Armando obviously out with el salvador right now but brian brown mm-hmm. when he's healthy Devin sandoval Ilya illich you got guys like brucey and Suggsy coming down the wings how easy is it for you to find these guys you know again leading the team in assists um yeah i mean uh, easy is easy is a tough word because if it was easy, I'd be doing it every game, right? But um, but yeah, I mean, we have a good attack. We have we have a good we have a good lineup. We have a good group of guys uh, who know how to play. So it makes my job easier. Um, obviously, I would like to have more, and we would all like to have more goals. But uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm happy with my position. It seems like when I when I am in a higher position on the field, I'm able to do more. Um, but yeah, easy is a tough word, though, for sure. Yeah, Tenny, what's it like working with the the young men who are coming up from the academy? I mean, what kind of example do you guys get to set for these young men? Um, yeah, I mean, the young guys like Nava and um, Dre, uh, they've been with the team now on the roster now, so. They're really getting to see firsthand what it's about and to be a professional and uh, what, what goes into it. And guys like Nava really, really impressed me. Um, and so it's easy to to put a hand or arm around them and, and bring them with you. So and they want to learn. They want to. They want. They're respectful young kids too. So it's it's easy when it's like that. Uh, when you have a kid who's coming in and he's just messing around, it's you don't care to help. But these guys are really great kids. So. El Salvador plays Qatar tonight in the Gold Cup. Yes. Obviously, Mondo in that game playing for El Salvador. How close have you guys been paying attention to that? Are you guys going to tune in after the match is over? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we've been watching. I think most of the guys have been watching every game um, and sending messages before games, after games, and just letting them know that we're here to support them. I mean, this is a huge moment for him. Uh, so, and I've. I've from the team, I think I've known him for the longest. I've been with him since playing against him since childhood. So uh just want to be in his back pocket, always letting him know that we're here for him. And if they win tonight and the U.S. wins, they face off in the semifinal. How cool would that be? I know, which, which would be unbelievable. That would be um, incredible. It's, it's interesting because 
Um, Mondo was growing up, he was with the U.S. youth program for a while. So it was just one of those moments where he can, he can finally prove himself again. What fires you up more, getting a goal or getting a red card? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was my first red card in my entire career. So uh, I was a little upset for sure. So it's the red card. Okay, you yeah. got it. More of an emotional on. swing on the red card than scoring yeah. a professional goal. Got it. I mean, I mean scoring, scoring's nice. Scoring's really nice, but I mean, sometimes when, when something happens bad, you, you, you can't control yourself. What do the boys got to do for this last playoff push? What are your deficits and what do you need to overcome so you get a couple W's and sneak in? Like I said before, it's, I think our our mistakes are causing us a lot of issues, and they're our own mistakes. I don't think um, I don't think any team is really running us down and proving us as a better team. But I think just fine tuning these little details and and making sure that we're doing our jobs individually is is something that we really have to take pride in for the, this next push. And if we can get five, six games in a row win, then I think there should be no problem. Andrew Tanari, midfielder? Is that the official one? Midfielder? Is that what we're going with? Midfielder? Yes, well, yes. You, you identify as a goalie, midfielder. though, right? So midfielder who identifies <laughs> yeah. as a goalie. Andrew Tanari joining us. Any final words for the fan? Any final words for the friends of the show before we let you loose? Oh, just thank you so much for having me. and um, I can't thank you guys, the fans and this community, enough for embracing us as a team and myself. And truly, thank you so much. Good luck tonight, Tenny. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. I really appreciate a guy who takes the time on game day. Yeah, That's sure. a big deal to me. Tenny's awesome. He's a great dude. I mean, beyond the soccer bitch where he's an incredible player, yeah. he's just a good dude. He went to Columbia. My gal went to Columbia. I know. They produce some weird people. <laughs> like... Produce some weirdos. Those Ivy Leaguers, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Hey, and by like you were talking about geeks who drink, they're some of the smartest people you ever met. But like stuff that's like trivial, they don't know about. No. No. They're, like they're too busy learning important yes. stuff. So before <laughs> the pandemic, we I was on a geeks who drink team and we would go to O'Neill's all the time for our, for our trivia. And there was this guy, I don't remember his name, but apparently he'd won several he's from Albuquerque, won several games of Jeopardy, several games in a row. Okay. And he played by himself. And he would often win, um, but we beat him. Weird flex. We, yeah, right. We yeah. beat him twice, and it was like our proudest moment. As a team. Yeah, as a team. <laughs> yeah. We beat this one guy twice. The six of us stomped him. That's right, and we felt really good about that. Wayne, the main brain, McLean, for my Aqua Teen Hunger Force fans out there. I, Super you, niche reference. Wait, yeah. you don't like ATHF? Come on. What What are we abbreviating? Aqua Teen <laughs> Hunger Force. Yeah. Oh. It's one of my favorite shows ever. I love that I show. think Same. I'm... Yeah. Same. I'm... I have a different algorithm than you guys do. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. You guys are very in line on your Spotify or whatever. Not, Probably. Yeah. You're more of a Harvey Birdman attorney at law guy. Again. Yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force is a lot like professional wrestling. Oh, I'm back in. Except really? Except for that it's a cartoon and it's written like a Mad Lib and they have funny, engaging characters. The, and the, and the main character is a meatball. And it's, well, meat no, wad, and it's excuse me. nothing alike whatsoever. Yeah, it's but not. it's a lot like it, except for it's just completely different. I think you pretty much summed it up. <laughs> Deal? Yeah. Question mark? If you want to watch Andrew Tanari tonight and the boys play at home against El Paso, 
We're going to give you some tickets to do so. How many are we giving away? Four pack. We're giving away four. Let's do it at the break. Contact the program on the Graphic Connection hotline, 505-246-0610. Our friend and producer, Michael Vital will answer your call. After he answers your call, he will ask you for your name and your contact information. And then you and three of the closest people in your life will be going to watch the United play tonight. Yeah. When we get back, more soccer talk with David Carl, who loves TV that I've never seen. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We're playing a game with 99 Sports, and we're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Bourbon & Boots. Call now. Get four tickets to the United. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports annual. Hey, we have the uh, Gladiators press conference. I'm joined by Jared Elmore. If he could ever like get some free time from all the fans out here, uh, we're talking about the Whiteout game this weekend. Obviously, it's a big home one. Uh, Saturday night's a big deal. Jared, if you could just put it over for the listeners. Like, let the fans of the show know like what's going on, where it's at, how they can get in, and what they're going to experience. Hey, what's happening is at the Rio Rancho Event Center. We're having a wonderful, family fun-filled atmosphere with a bunch of action-packed football. We would love to have as many people bring your kids, bring your families, bring extended family, bring. So please wear all white or wear as much white as you can. It'll be a faith and family night. We are focused on the community and bringing people together. And what brings people closer together than a good game of football, right? Tickets at the door, tickets online, ticketmaster.com, yep, obviously. Yep. So if you're making this check out to Rio Rancher for the game, uh, we're going to experience on the field. Like you're going to have nonstop football action. But uh, talk about dead balls. Talk about like the ambiance. Talk about like how family. Friendly enough. During timeouts, we uh, during dead balls, we yeah. have fans come out to the field and they compete in different games, win different prizes. Uh, we have great concessions. We have uh, wonderful young ladies, our dancers, who uh, provide a great uh, survey of things to do. It, I mean, it's just a great atmosphere. You get to see a lot of good sponsors, and you can go in the back and play in the playhouse for the kids. You can put them back there. We got a uh, jump thing for you, man. And that's the prime one, though. Is the out to yeah, but yeah. Um, no, it's the family environment, right? right. So it's uh, family four can get out there. You're gonna spend less than two bucks to get in. Easy. Yeah, wear your white tees. Wear your white tees. And after the game, stick around. You can come to the field. We'll sign autographs, right. take pictures. We're very accessible players, and we want to be very geared and community oriented. Because hey, without the fans, why would football even be a part of our lives, right? Jared Elmore, stand out for the Duke City Gladiators. What highlight are you gonna put on the field this weekend? Uh, I'm sure my quarterback's gonna throw me a ball. Somebody, and I'm gonna rem hey, remember I said it here. I am going to bring back a Randy Moss. Hopefully, it'll end up on uh, ESPN countdown or something. Uh, I have don't check the stick them on these gloves, right? <laughs> Jerry Elmer, thank you so much for your time, buddy. Hey, it's my pleasure, man. Thank you, listeners. Great, uh, great press conference today at Laguna Burger. Yes, have a blast. Uh, Jerry's on the show up here on stage. Uh, make sure you get out tonight, yep. 605 at the Rio Rancho Vista. They got a name change, right? Rio yep, Rancho yep. Vista. used to be known as the Star Center, yeah. but yeah. Yep, you know it's it. a great, beautiful yeah. place. Same place, new face. Yeah. Uh, get out there tonight, enjoy it. Uh, thanks so much, Jared. Hey, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Perfect. That was me catching up with Jared Elmore at the Gladiator press conference earlier this week. They paid a lot of love to the United at the press conference because you guys had them out for your Monday night football event. Foot football, football, football. Hey, whatever. Yeah, Everyone. football, you, football. Because you played like four games in the in the course of like six days or something. It yeah, was, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. We had a Friday Monday, so yeah. you know the league loves us. Um, that was sarcasm, um, but yeah, a couple a couple road games in there, a lot of back to backs. Um, but Monday night football was fun. It's just the only Monday night soccer game 
in the entire league all season. Oh wow! <laughs> and it was ours. And you know what? To get Monday on Monday night to get seventy five hundred people in the lab on a Monday after a Friday game is pretty incredible. Yeah, very incredible. Gladiators play at six tonight. Uh, you guys have a big announcement at six thirty. We do a game immediately to follow. We do. Uh, Van and I are going to the Gladiators for the first half, and then we're coming to the United for the second half. Sweet. So we're going to be making our way downtown, which is a Vanessa Carlton song. I don't know. Thank you. What's the big announcement? Just give it to me right now. I don't want to wait. Uh, free donuts for everyone forever. Love that. Yeah, okay. That's not true. Th- oh. Yep. Mm. There's donuts in front of me. It's the first thing that came to my mind. I, I panicked. Do I now legally owe everyone donuts? Does, well, because you said allegedly, and if you didn't, we'll edit it that way. Yeah, I allegedly said that. He had his fingers crossed underneath the table, yep. Fred. Ah, that's the that. difference. You can't see that. 6.30 p.m. announcement at a pregame at the tailgate, and you're not going to tell us for real what it is. I am not. Okay. I am not. That would be... Uh, that would be a bad thing for me. To Gates do. open at 6. Uh, what, you're giving out hats and shirts tonight? Yeah. Uh, so you come to the 6.30 pre-match announcement, get yourself a T-shirt, get yourself a sign as well. And then the first 1,500 people in the stands get a New Mexico United yellow hard hat, courtesy of our friends at NM811. Kick off right. at 7.30? Kick off at 7.30. Sweet. Yeah. I can't make it. Where can I watch it? You can watch it on ESPN Plus or... On Estrella, 7.2 here locally. Okay, there's a radio broadcast too, but don't worry about that. And then the game, you said presented by A11. So cool. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to be back out. Uh, we went to the last two as fans, Yeah. Uh, which was fun because you usually – Usually it's like, hey, we go with the team, we come up and we see you, and we do like some professional stuff, but we just went with the boys. Yeah. And it's a whole other experience going with the boys. It's it's great going with the boys. I, yeah. I did that for the first two years and had them all. That's not true. I went for the first year. Second year, we didn't have any home games. I went with the boys for some of the away games. That yeah. That was great. Sure. Um, but this year, uh, again, doing it up in the press box. And speaking of the press box, guys, Thank I remember you. you coming up, Fred, uh, maybe the first match of the season. I don't remember. And uh, you were upset that we did not have food in the press box. Well, <laughs> <laughs> upset is not a strong enough word. You were infuriated, incensed. Insulted. Uh, so tonight we are going to have food in the press box. Right. Is this the first one back with food? Yeah. All right. All right. So, press right. box it is. Burgers. Make sure we get those press I was going to be in the yeah. pit with the curse. Well, you should do that. <laughs> yeah. But but you can just you can just sneak up and get a burger and go back down. Nice. <laughs> the city or the Albuquerque, the Albuquerque paper, mm. the journal, mm-hmm. uh, wrote an article on you yesterday saying that the city had completed their feasibility study for they the did. possibility of a new stadium. Yeah. There's like four options in your opinion. There's two options. Yeah, so they they yeah they presented four options and then they had uh, the the company who did it, I believe it was CAA Icon did the study they they had two options that they said I guess were kind of the the ones that made the most sense to them um, both of those kind of down near the rail yards area mm-hmm. um, so yeah we just got we just got that in yesterday uh, at the same time as you the physically did. had your hands on the feasibility study uh, yeah yesterday yeah. we got it we got it at the same around the same time the journal did I think they actually got it before we did <laughs> uh, yeah. but we finally saw it it's about four hundred pages oh that's small yeah yeah so quick reading um, but. But it's, it's a lot of really great stuff, and it talks about the future of a, of a potential multi-use facility, right? It would be owned by the city, which I think is awesome in the way it should be. The way it should be. Copes Park, um, owned, by, owned by everybody, and, and we would just kind of be the tenants paying rent every year. We'd run the stadium, and it would be home for a lot of really cool stuff. We're excited for what it could be. Whenever they do a feasibility study, Van, what they often do is they compare it to similar size markets. They can compare it to similar size teams and sports. Do you do you remember from looking at it, like what cities it was compared to? Is there an example for the class yeah. that maybe the fan of the team or friend of the show could look at? Yeah, there's a couple. The Tokyo Olympics is a good comp, right? Oh, that's right. Same, yeah, yeah, same, same, same. same. No, unfortunately, <laughs> we'll have more fans. 
Um, <laughs> but but I think uh, there were a couple comparisons they made. One was Louisville, uh, which is they've got they just got a new stadium last year. It's the Ooh. it's currently the crown gem, uh, crown jewel of of the USL Championship. It's a beautiful stadium. They just opened up. Um, we're similar size, have similar draw. Um, you know, we were tops in in attendance in 2019. We're second in the USL right now this season behind. Louisville, who are in their new stadium. Um, also compared it as far as population size to Colorado Springs. We're a little bit bigger size-wise than Colorado Springs. They just got a stadium as well. So there's definitely some comparisons around there and, and things to look at. I would compare us closer, I think, to the Louisville situation than to the Colorado Springs one. I think that stadium is what they have in Colorado Springs is probably a little smaller than what we'd be looking at. But uh, Louisville's a great comp. I love development. I love progress. I love all the things related to sports in the community. Uh, David Carl, I'm going to hit you with the hardest one. Okay. Where's the money? Yeah, that's a great question. That is a great question. I think it's it's going to come from a combination of, of public and private dollars, right? So we've already gone out in the last year plus, call it two years almost, um, and worked with the state, uh, the governor, and and legislators to raise uh, over $8 million, which is really, really great. So that that's our starting point. Um, from there, it's a conversation with the city, with the state, um, and with private. Uh, money as well so it's got to be some sort of combination of of those three things is what we're probably looking at we're going to see how that works out and and kind of move forward from there cannot be evenly distributed though right i don't know i don't know the i wish i knew the answer to yeah. that um you know i i, I know that kind of the way it works and, and pete was talking about this the other day some of uh because it's a technically it's a city-owned facility right which again we, we agree that's the way it should be we being United are not allowed to own any piece of that. So mm-hmm. United's investment needs to be in some sort of improvement to already existing structure or, 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 you know, neighborhood, something around wherever it may be. So the city pays for kind of the, the construction of the stadium itself. And then United comes in with their dollars for improvement potentially. Speaking of investing, Fred's done some investing. Mm-hmm. He bought a bunch of Dogecoin. Ah. Oh, yeah. And now he's independently wealthy. How yep. much do you need for this project? Great Fr- question. Fred can float you, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on how much Dogecoin you've got, I guess, and, and when you bought in. I think yeah. it's the most important. Early enough and yeah. got out at the right time. Yeah. But here's what I need is a private parking space. Okay. Okay. Um, private tailgate party. The the Fred Slow Memorial parking space. Hello, I'm not dead. I'm not, not dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not call that memorial. Let's go with just the Fred Slow I, spot. I, no, I it's, do. it's a memorial because he can never remember his spot. Ah. Yeah. It's a little. There's a little flag on top. There's, it's actually also a Pokemon stop because I want people to come by and like. Oh yeah. yeah say hi to me. Spin the stop. Get your Pokeballs. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. a good one. Hey, I do like those little efforts and stuff whenever it comes to like. Uh, like like creating a new structure, like buy a brick. You know, I know those things are little. I, no, I, I love, love that, that kind of stuff. I love that. I've actually suggested that, and I I wouldn't be surprised if we do something like. That. I think that's just fun. It's a way for people to put literally their name on the on the process. And, yeah, and be part of it. I I love that kind of stuff. I agree a hundred percent. You know how long it stays there, man? Forever. 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 Ever. Forever. Ever. I th- I got a Woo. got a strong opinion. Uh, I'm shocked by that. You build a stadium down at the rail yards, okay? Which I only go to the rail yards six times a year, maybe four times a year. You got to check out the rail yards market, Chanel. And Those I, are the times I go. Well, Chanel and I go. Uh, we've gone for like the last three weeks on yeah. Sunday. It's so much fun. It's surprised great. I haven't seen you. Yeah, we go oh, really? regularly, and I'm the frequent. I'm usually there around eleven o'clock, eleven a.m. And it's our same. It's our people. Wow. Because like, and we know it's our people because we often get, um, hey, listen to the show yesterday until I couldn't stand it. which is tough but true i get a lot of like i love your sports adjacent show yes we get a lot of that great that's the way it should be you guys are so close to talking about sports all the time (laughs) 
Speaking we, of sports, you've got uh, you've got the Olympics on behind you there. On accident. Uh, U.S. water polo against Japan. Yeah, and they're putting a thumping on. 22 to 4. My yeah. Goodness. Recently learned that horses can't swim. Wow. Is it, and then cows can't go downstairs. Is that a fact? I think they can go upstairs, but they can't go down. I don't know if that's an urban myth. I've heard that before. Well, I mean, gravity exists, so they can definitely. I mean, they can make it they down. They can definitely go but downstairs. They'll be ground beef by the end. Yo. <laughs> I mean, I've had to hoof it upstairs before. Hoof it. Thank Ground you. beef, we're on it. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're doing it the right way. David Carl, I know you said you were going to stick around for a couple. You got one more in here? You got to yeah, go. Yeah, let's do it. I agree. We're going to keep talking soccer, but we're going to have fun talking. Oh, what do you want to do? You want to do like COVID-19? Well, we know? need to move on to the next segment. I think we need to move on from this series of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's been a little too black and white for me, guys. Oh, my yeah. Just kind of spotty. A little spotty. Dave Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. When we're on the road, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. We're having a drink. We're doing it downtown at Bourbon & Boots. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. I got a weird question, Dave. What is the official league policy on COVID-19 vaccinations, like for players and staff? What is that? Yeah, uh, that is, that's a great question. Uh, strongly encouraged from the league. They haven't reached a point where they're requiring or anything like that at this point. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of the, the official league stance. From what I understand, legally, you can't force your employees to get it until it's FDA approved. Okay. And then once it is, you can. Okay. It's emergency yeah. approved, correct? Emergency approved. All three of them. But it's not fully approved, correct. Okay. Even... That weird bastardized one that's Johnson and Johnson and no one should embrace. Yeah, that's the worst one. Yeah, that one I yeah. don't want. It's like a it's the D student of vaccines. Hey, well, hold on, be yeah. careful. I don't hate on D students, I'm right here. Hey <laughs> You're a solid six, buddy. You're at least a C student. All right, that's fair. If you get let's say in the league, maybe this has happened, if it has, help me. If a team fails to compete in a game due to COVID nineteen what happens in the league? Yeah, yeah. So we had a couple situations like that last year, obviously, when yeah. COVID was at its, hopefully, at its peak. Um, you know, we had a couple teams who had to, there was a lot of rescheduling going on. And they what they did at the end of the season is they had a couple weeks of empty space before the playoffs to allow teams to reschedule matches. Smart. And almost every team had to reschedule at least one or two matches. We had, unfortunately, a situation where we were playing against RGV. Oh, yep. Um, and we would have loved to have played them uh, for an opportunity, obviously, to earn more points, right, to get yep. closer. If we had played them, and if we had won, we would have won our group. This that game actually got canceled. This because, slipped my mind, yeah. yeah. RGV had COVID cases. They canceled the match, wasn't rescheduled, and we finished second in the group. Is there is there a fine? Is there a punishment? Is there a, like... Yeah, I think that, that portion of it um, is kind of underway. I think the USL Players Association is in conversation with the USL, to find something that makes sense um you know they're they're in the process of trying to get a new collective bargaining agreement as well yeah. uh so they have conversations about that kind of stuff return to play COVID protocols all that kind of stuff i don't know that it's necessarily set in stone at the moment um but it's something they're working on bye tyler did we give those tickets away oh he's on the phone right now so okay. maybe right now yeah maybe right congratulations. now congratulations uh if not we'll try again 505-246-0610 we got four of them to the game tonight so the reason i bring it up is the nfl They've made this move to where players don't have to be vaccinated legally, due to the, really due to the protections of their 
collective bargaining. Okay. Coaches and team staffs, that's all up to the team. Correct. So they can say, hey, you do. You do have to. Okay. So um, I don't know if you caught the news this week. Larry, not Larry Fitzgerald. Who's the cat? DeAndre Hopkins. So DeAndre Hopkins comes out and he says, I'm going to quit. He says, I don't want to get the vaccine. Mm. But if my team is going to be fined and my boys are going to miss out on game checks because the NFL is going to cancel games, which, by the way, they're not. Right. No. No. They, no. Would, they would never change. They played a football game on every night of the week last year. Yeah. They will figure it out. Yeah. Correct. But he says, well, I'm a quitter. And by the way, if you don't want to get it, cool. Cool on you. Follow all the rules now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Follow all the rules. Yeah. And DeAndre Hopkins can say that. I mean, yeah, he's a he's the, a top player. The special teams guy cannot say that. Right. He's like, bye. Yeah. We'll get a guy off the street right now who can tackle somebody. Bye. And Dak Prescott, they asked him if he if he was vaccinated, and he kind of declined to kind of deflected away from that that question. Which means well. he is. <laughs> Does it totally? Does he, it? Is that what it means? So NFL right now, NFL players in the NFLPA. It was reported. I saw this morning on CBS Sports. I think I'd have to go back and double check. It's like eighty percent of players are currently vaccinated. Like they're doing it on their own. Yeah, and climbing. Yeah, and climbing. Yeah, can't go the other way. Yeah, and then well, I mean. You can get you, new players. You can't or, get unvaccinated. Like, oh, yeah, I guess. You yeah. Change the, the, the pool. Yeah, the pool. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah. So, anyways, so DeAndre Hopkinson comes out and says this, that, and the other. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I think it's just grandstanding. Because mm. I don't think the NFL is going to allow a single thing to cancel, period. Just period. Well, in addition, I think it's grandstanding from Hopkins because I don't think That's he what quit. I think. I don't think he quit. No. I really don't think he would. Even Let's just say the NFL did go through with that, right? Let's say they did cancel games. Let's say his boys weren't getting game checks. He's still going to play. He's, right? Right. The dollar amount is kind of high. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I get outraged, too, about, like, I get outraged, I guess, about fan who's like, what about their freedoms? And what about their decisions? And what about their... I don't understand guy who lives on the same street as me, Eubank, <laughs> Just call him out. This is a subtweet. Why you have to go to bat for millionaire player and billionaire owner and their beliefs that you cannot identify with. Sure. Like the hardest thing to do is to recognize a, like someone else's viewpoint. I can't recognize DeAndre Hopkins' viewpoint. Right. That's His game checks are right under a million dollars a week. A week. What? Wow. He's going to sit out. If he, I mean, because he's a libertarian or whatever, so he's gonna pass on a million dollars a week. Hopefully, his team donates that to charity. I would love that. That'd be great. Love that. Take that. Yeah. Just, just infuriates me. You had an Aaron Rodgers update, man. Yes, Vegas changed their view. What? On the Aaron Rodgers situation. Hey, look up the Vegas odds on if they cancel an NFL game this year. It's, I guarantee you, it's insanely yeah. low. I'll put I put like ten bucks on it, like two hundred to one odds or something. So Vegas changed their mind on if he's going to resign with the Packers. Is that what you Vegas mean? has changed the odds this week, whether he gets traded or retires. And now retiring is the Vegas favorite. What? Yes. I don't. I'd take those odds then. I mean, I would also take those odds. Yeah. What is it? What's what, what's the line? I don't see the line. Okay. I just see the story. Yeah, I there's I no way he's retired. I don't see the odds. With that said, he is going to have a, a probably a pretty great broadcast career when he's done. Insanely I, great. Yeah. I don't know if you know how good Vegas is at this. 
(laughs) They're not often wrong. That's why they still exist, and that's why they make millions and millions of dollars every year. By not being wrong, and that, well, they set the odds in the way that's just—it's just, just right. You're like, I should bet that. That's a good point. I should bet that. Whereas if it was a point one way or the other, like, eh, I don't like those odds. Their over unders blow my mind. Yeah, it's like exact. It turns out it was exactly sixty-seven and a half points. Yeah. How did you do that? That's incredible. <laughs> uh, Team USA just defeated uh, Japan in water polo. Let's go. U S A. Yep. U S A. We start. We started off the show with water polo talk. <laughs> Do you watch the opening ceremonies at all? I did not. I did not. And it's the first time I think in as far as I can remember that I didn't watch. I've been so swamped with same stuff. We, I was in San Antonio for the mid year meetings for the league. That I went was, well. It went well. Yeah, a lot. Of, a lot of cool stuff came out of that. So uh, excited to see kind of stuff moving forward there. But I was at the match on Wednesday night, obviously, and. So flew back in and had an event here at the game at the at the team shop. People getting their season ticket scarves, which is really cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So we've been we've been busy. Obviously, USL USL Pro is like a tremendous league. USL Championship. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It used to be USL Pro. Yes. yes. Whenever I worked for them years ago, you worked for them. Uh, when I lived in St. Louis, we had STLFC. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, did a bunch of radio stuff. Not important to this. That's story. awesome. So that next step, though is MLS as far as on the on the kind of the pyramid they think they think yeah um you know there's there's tier one status MLS has tier one status yeah. in the under the U.S. Soccer Federation we have tier two status but without promotion relegation it's not a real pyramid you know it's Good just point. kind of two separate entities you almost wonder if that soccer specific stadium would make the make the eyes look towards Albuquerque a little bit you never know. You, you never don't. know. It's not something we've actively sought at any point. That's what happened in St. Louis. Sure, sure. Literally what happened. Well, they they ended up as a different team. You know? But it's a different team. Yeah. So but you wouldn't have got the opportunity, I'm telling you. Well, you wouldn't have built the fan base, right? No. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, again, we we it's not something we've actively sought. We're really happy in the USL Championship. We should be. We think it's a great league where we, we are able to accomplish great things. Um, are really with great people and with other great teams, and, and we're happy. So I, I like it. I like it. I like in the USL Championship. We like it in the USL. Championship. I like, but <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I like fresh eyes, man. Sure. I, I like you put you put like a. I'm just going to be conservative. Seventy five, eighty million dollar stadium mm-hmm. in downtown Albuquerque. It's cool. Everyone sees that. Yeah, I absolutely will. And I think the country is already seeing the incredible fans that we have here in New Mexico. They already see the incredible soccer culture we have in New Mexico and people coming from around the state and beyond the state to see this yeah. team, right? Um, so, again, we're, we, we're really happy in the championship. We've been able to accomplish a lot in the championship, and we, we hope to continue to do so for, now, for, for a, a long time. I don't know what kind of input you have in the design of this thing, but if you put... None. The answer is none. I, I'm assuming you have more than that. Okay. So, how, hear me out. We put in the very middle, like under the logo... A, a moat. Well, I was going to say launch pad for Jeff Bezos. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we just we just send rockets off regularly into outer space. He needed somebody to work on the design of that rocket. Uh, in what way? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I don't know. I don't know. I just think it looked funny. <laughs> but it, like how so? I don't know. It's just it's just different, you know, different from from the rockets I've seen in the past. It's- okay, <laughs> I have a very strong stance. Oh God! <laughs> Everyone is in on it. 
Are they? You don't get that far. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. With that rocket yeah. looking like that mm-hmm. without knowing what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, it looked like concept art. The engineers for... like just started drawing it one day. Yeah. That's a joke. They I were go, joking. Yeah. They're like at the bar having a beer. And they're like, <laughs> and like, no, we can do this. No, one guy's let's like, do this. Let's, let's really their do supervisor it. Supervisor also happens to be at the bar, walks behind them. He's like, that looks like an amazing rocket. What are you drawing there? <laughs> one engineer's like, I, hey, guys, betcha Bezos don't even read this email. Let's <laughs> send it over. And then Jeff finally sees the plans. He goes, does that look like me? That looks, oh, I yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm still in. It's like on uh, when they were doing concept art for the Spaceballs movie. Yeah. They're like, we just put this in the background, right? This will be, <laughs> this makes sense. We have a player named Swartz. Love that. Yep. Yep. It's not Schwartz. It's Swartz. It's close. It's, close enough. It's yeah. so yeah. close enough. You should have a specific t-shirt. Uh, yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if some of our supporters were working on a TIFO. <laughs> May the Swartz be with you. What's the what's the uh, the code on his luggage? <laughs> SWA. One, <laughs> two, three, three, four. Hey, what is it? Like, let's say you become like an eccentric billionaire, right? I'm, okay. I'm here for this. Yeah. Okay. What's your vanity project? Oh. You're an eccentric billionaire. Because they used to have cool vanity projects. The Rockefellers built amphitheaters and museums sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and like culturally impactful like like things. Things that mattered. And Jeff Bezos went to space for five seconds. In a phallic boat. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we can say phallic. Good. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, for, for me, I mean, I, I have to be eccentric. I can't actually solve problems. Is that what you're saying? You can. You, you can do follow your heart. Yeah, I, you mean, I mean, for me, I mean, yeah. Jeff Bezos could solve world hunger in a snap. Yeah. yeah. Why don't? Why haven't we done that? Vanity Project solve world hunger. Love that. Yeah. Even the Sackler family, the opioid crisis people. Yeah. They still built museums and libraries and stuff. That sounds great. Libraries yeah, are Bezos important. Bezos do it. Important. Oh, it just came to me. I know my answer. What? Batman. Okay. All right. Immediately become Batman. I'm Batman now. No, there's some bad things that come with that. There's <laughs> a reason Batman became who he was. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We got the varsity right here. Today's varsity is going to be 50 cent words. Okay. Yeah. It's the varsity of 50 cent words. After the break, Dave, you leaving or you staying? I'll stay. Dave, staying for the varsity. Staying for the varsity. Better start Googling. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're on the road. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Connect with us on the Graphic Connection Hotline, 505-246-0610. We're playing again with I-9 Sports. And when we're drinking, we're doing it downtown at Bourbon and Boots, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. All right, we're back on the program. we got like seven tight minutes. We're giving away tickets to United. I thought they were gone, but I was confused, so I stopped, I stopped promoing it because I'm an idiot. 505-246-0610. Call the program. Four to the United game tonight. 505-246-0610 on the Graphic Connection Hotline. Get, get you United tickets. Come see your boys. Come see your boys. That's how I feel. Boys will be there in the second half. The I-9 varsity today is the I-9 varsity. If you come to the game... And you see the tallest guy there, it's me. If you if you want to test the fact that Fred is as tall as he says he is, mm. come to the United match. You were not the tallest man at the most recent match. Zach Gentry of the Pittsburgh Steelers was there, and that is a large human. He's six eight. Yeah, he's bigger oh, than me. Oh, I got you. Yeah, he's bigger than me. Spike your hair. Five oh five two four six zero six ten. Fred's doing the blowout from Jersey Shore. Today's I nine sports varsity. 
Contact I-9 Sports, 505-312-4999. Phone lines are lighting up. You just have to repeat it twice. That's why I screwed up. I thought they were gone. Connect I-9 Sports to get your children into youth athletics. We had Jamie Lynn on the program last week, and she really put it over there, doing a tremendous job over there. I-9 Sports, 505-312-4999. Register your youth today. All right. Today is the I-9 Sports is the varsity of 50-cent words, okay? Yes. Because, Van, what did you say earlier? Uh, I mentioned petrichor. Petrichor. Being one of my wonderful. favorite words and also my favorite smell. Okay. Petrichor. That's a good one. So the smell of rain falling on arid land. I love that smell. All right. Um, I'm going to go first. And if you don't know what a 50-cent word is. Oh, I'm sorry. It's an unnecessarily fancy word to make the person who said it feel smarter and yeah. self-important. I have missed this assignment. I, I, <laughs> and I use them all the time. And I am the definition of a 50-cent word. My first one is cockle. Cockle. Which is a sea clam. It's a, yeah, just a sea clam. Yeah. So I could say sea clam. Or I could say cockle. Right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this. I went to, to school. I went to college in West Virginia. Ooh. Oh. Uh, and a, a word they use there, which I don't think we've ever used here, is cattywampus. That's a great word. Yeah. Cattywampus. I mean, it's, it means like diagonally across the street from you. Okay. Yeah. Some people say catty corner. Yeah. Dog leg. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Catty, cattywampus. Cattywampus. I, I like that. That's a good one. Strong start. Van? All right. One of my favorites that I use all the time. Yeah. Chimera, ah, a chimera, like the like the monster chimera, not the monster, the the usage of the word, which is something you want really bad, but it's impossible. Ooh. like Fred wants yeah. to be as tall as Zach Gentry, correct? But that's just a chimera. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm? That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with semen, which is you often do. It's a term. <laughs> It's a term for like a gentleman who works in the navy. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like a like a navy soldier. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going with going with seaman. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah, somebody who works in the ocean. They're yeah. on the sea. On the sea. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, festooned. Ah, excellent. Festooned essentially means that something is uh, very strongly or very overwhelmingly decorated yes this this room would be festooned with posters that is correct okay yeah. i agree that, that's very good it's a good word almost unnecessarily if you will yeah. there you go yeah one that uh mirrors me in my life uh-huh it's contumacy ah it's a stubborn refusal to obey authority contumacy i like that it's way better than an anarchist what about titular or you could say contumacious. Uh, like Van that. exhibits contumacious behavior. I do like that. Sorry for interrupting. No, I'm sorry. Uh, titular is holding a formal position that doesn't have any real authority. It took me too long, but I'm sensing a theme here with you, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'm going to, all right, mine is, uh, I'm going to try and pronounce it correctly. Yeah. Ig- excuse me. Impignorate. Ah. Pretty good. Yeah, I have no idea what it means. Uh, I, th- I think you meant to say impregnate. Yeah, is that what you meant, sir? You say impregnate. Yeah. Impignorate uh, means uh, to charm another person 
essentially with the the thought of taking advantage in some way, charming a person to get what they have, steal well, something from them. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a that's a gross one. Yeah. Yeah. Another fifty cent word I often use and I enjoy saying so much. Yeah. Is onomatopoeia. Ah, Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Onomatopoeia, which uh, the word sounds like its definition. Zap, bang, boom, etc. Got it. Yeah. Meow. Thwip. Good one. Uh, if you were to go to the hospital and, des- and describe your chest pain, you could say you were having an angina. Uh, that's yeah. a way to describe chest pain is angina. So that's a sticking with the theme. That's a fifty cent word there. So, uh, I've got uh, you've shoes back in the day that are particularly sharp. Dress shoes, men's dress shoes, yes, particularly sharp. Winkle picker. Ah, ah, put a penny in there, don't you, sir? <laughs> Winkle picker. <laughs> that's that's so strong, so strong. Okay, my next fifty cent word. Mm-hmm. I don't use very often, right? And I'm not sure if I ever have. Uh huh. But you know who has? Who? New York rapper Fifty Cent. Ah, okay. And that word is wanksta. Okay, very good. That sounds like a, a, a kind of a a portmanteau word. It is exactly a portman <laughs> portmanteau. Which, which, by the way, is some is <laughs> that was that going to be your next one? It was not. It just worked out. So wanksta is a portmanteau. Of a wannabe gangsta. So shout out to 50 Cent and his 50 Cent word. Yeah. Sometimes, and then when you're in a position of authority, you have to, like, assign a punishment to someone. You could describe that as penal. Yep. Yeah, it's a penal thing to do. Yep. Um, so there you go. Just, it's the homophone of penile. If you're afraid of failing, which I think we all are in Duh. some yeah. some way, shape, or form, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna fail uh, at pronouncing this, but it is cacorophyophobia. Ah, yeah. I probably mispronounced the fear that. mispronounced. I'm it. afraid I mispronounced <laughs> that. What a good program today, David Carl. You are a world of talent and a world of fun. One last time, the United tonight, six thirty tailgate, big announcement. That's right, seven thirty kickoff. That's right, game's gonna wrap around nine thirty. Around there. The, uh, go home and watch international soccer in the gold can f- 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 cup. Gold cup, El Salvador, Almanda Moreno taking on Qatar. Bam. Love that. Any final words, Bam, before oh we go? Oh, goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Andrew. GG. See you next week, Burke. <laughs>